Welcome everyone to the TGIF podcast. I'm your host Ryan. I'm here with one of my co-hosts who's stuck somewhere in a basement. It's mm-hmm. Megastar Mark. Hey, it's Megastar Mark. I am I'm stuck in, I guess, the family room. You know oh, who I'm okay. stuck with though? Who hasn't made an appearance on this podcast? Good old my jerk off flamingo. Oh, is that <laughs> oh my god, that's right. That's right. I can't keep this stuff straight anymore. <laughs> so here the... he is. Yes. His watchful eye will be right behind me, making sure if I start, right. You gotta watch. Right. If you uh if you listen to the last episode, we talked about the robot birds and how they spy on us. Yes. Mm-hmm. That and was a funny one. joke. There's one right. There's one. He's he's keeping an eye on me. Yeah. Oh, that's, sure one of those jokes. that's one of those jokes that I'm afraid didn't translate a hundred percent. We had a, on our wrestling podcast. We had a couple of jokes like that. My favorite <laughs> of all time was when Eric Bischoff killed a different pilot every <laughs> every road wild, right. and then Ty made the joke of saving pilot Ryan, and I thought oh. it was the most hysterical joke of all time. Mm-hmm. But we're we're cackling so aggressively through the joke on the actual episode that no one heard it. Oh right, and, it's and the worst part shame. is we knew it, so we would bring it back. We kept almost it every up. episode since then, and people would just give it a. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> but we would think it was great. Yeah, there's always one of those. That's our other co-host over there. It's Gilligrug Seventeen. Welcome to the show. Ayo, we are that's here. My new, that's my new catchphrase. What do you think? Ayo, Ayo. Like I'm it. still workshopping it. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. maybe a little more energy. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you, you went Jamaican there for a All second. Right. Yeah, I, I, that's not quite what hey, I was going to mean. That wasn't the note I was giving, but I, I like that better. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like that better. You really rogered it up. Speaking right. of jokes, yeah, that, right. you you slice that shit up. That's right. Get some yeah. Roger Speaking in here. Jokes, nobody cares about Roger. <laughs> oh, we love Roger. Oh, we do. Uh, last time on the show, we talked about Christmas, not just robot birds. It was also Christmas. Did you get anything for Christmas? Did you get anything for Christmas, guys? Did I get anything for Christmas? I got amazing show enough speakers, speakers, sneakers from my boy Killer Greg over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't. Are you wearing them currently? No, I'm not wearing them right now. But Greg got me Adidas sneakers with show enough customized Adidas or excuse me, customized uh, Converse sneakers. Sorry. With show enough on the side. And they are amazing. I've worn them out twice i have to make sure i don't wear them when it's like not when it's not snowing i don't want to ruin these but absolutely amazing sir that guy that guy only has basketball players on sneakers yeah and also shown up <laughs> that's amazing perfect yeah. i'm so that's glad amazing. you found those i'm so blown away by it yeah we need too. we need to talk about the gifts that you guys gave me i don't think we've yes. talked about that yet right so what did you get for Christmas, oh, Ryan? I got two packages in the mail. Uh-huh. One from Mark and one from Greg. Yep. I waited till Christmas was over for everybody else. Well, I like saved them for me. Brought nice one decision. out. Opened it. I, I saw the package and I immediately thought, this is a Steve Urkel doll, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I opened it uh... from Greg. It was a Steve Urkel doll in the package. Yep. I started laughing. Then I opened Mark's gift, which was a Steve Urkel doll. <laughs> a second <laughs> Steve Urkel doll. <laughs> which the best part about that was, I can't, it was a couple days before Christmas. And I just, I, I, no reason for me to be inspired to say this, but I just texted Greg. I'm like, hey, by the way, just to let you know, I got Ryan like a Steve Urkel doll. It's going to be really funny. And Greg goes, no, that's what I got. <laughs> 
But here's the kicker, Ryan. You can attest to this. They're different. Yeah. They're not the crazy. same. Yeah. They're not right. the same. Yeah. <laughs> Marks has finger guns and different colored pants. And I think it says what the they have pull strings and it says like his catchphrases. Yeah. I think he has like a bonus catchphrase. Mark's one has a bonus catchphrase. So Greg's is probably the original, the OG. Yeah. Yeah. Might I wonder if mine like is, a, mine's original. Like a series two Urkel right. and a series one. He we got Steve one and Steve two. Right. His catchphrase is, I'm a murder you. I'm gonna kill you. Um yeah, so that was hilarious. Also got a very nice Jesse and the Rippers banner. Yes. Oh, that's right. From that's their right. 83 tour. Here. I was going to hang it up. I was like, oh, I got to hang that up so everyone can see it on the podcast. You wouldn't even see it. Yeah. No, too high. It'd be too yeah. high. I, um, uh, yeah. So personally, I got engaged for Christmas. So that's exciting. Congratulations. Oh, well, I don't think we've obviously we haven't done it on this podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and I'll show you what Mark got me. And I literally screamed. <laughs> oh my god a perfect stranger it's script. an authentic perfect stranger script which i love and read every day <laughs> wow it's amazing it's wow. amazing i want to know whose signatures on the top it, there right i have no idea i don't think you, absolutely don't think none yeah right up in the Tough corner yep i know it's not mark lynn baker's because that's what mark got me for la- last year for Christmas. yes you can compare wow. signatures yeah are so, there no are there notes in there like script notes? Uh, I don't think I saw any. Okay. What episode is it? It's The Tooth and Consequences, which is a pretty good episode. Mm. So my mm. hope is that we get to that episode, because I'm wondering, just like with any movie or any TV yeah. show, how much of the script follows the episode? Like, what did they oh, cut out? Man. What did they not leave yeah. in? You know, yes. what, what did they improvise? I think it's yes. awesome. Mark, this is an insane present. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Fantastic. You're, and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That will uh, that will come back up. We'll do that episode eventually and and see. Sure That'll be really like a, interesting. Sure. A dentist episode for everything. Oh, yeah. Like oh, getting yeah. high on laughing gas is just. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel Funny. like the first sitcom ever. Right. That. Right. Like, right. Did, you're sitcom. telling me Ralph Cramden didn't boom zoom straight to the dentist. You're out of your mind. <laughs> it happened. You just happened. write your own Family Matters one where Urkel helps Carl go to the dentist, get over oh his God. fear, and then yeah. inhales laughing gas. Yeah, don't worry, Carl. I'll bring you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. How Fantastic. does that not exist? It I'll tell you, itself. Ryan. I tried to find... I tried to look through like episode lists because I was like, you know, Ryan, he... he, he I'll tell you what it exactly is. I, I really want to do that everyone tells a different story, Perfect Strangers, which we talked about last episode. Mm, right. But I was like, okay, well, I'm going to help Ryan out before I like really suggest this and try to find like to other suggestions first. There's not I don't a lot. Know how you do it. Yeah. I don't know how you do it's it. Hard. It right. can be because, hard. I mean, because like even this episodes we watched today, you know, like Jesse gets stuck in the wall. That's not in any description. No, absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> And no. as we learn, uh, as we learn through, as we talk through this, uh, this idea, totally mine, didn't really yes. have legs. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you guys should not listen to me. I actually this liked it. Terrible I did too. Idea. I really enjoyed I this. It. I liked the theme of it. I thought this was great. I liked it. I did. Well, one episode, they don't even mention it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They just move right by. Yeah. They cram it in. There's one where they cram it in and run the last five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they got it. We got it in. 
there we'll get to it when we have to volunteer i might have to pull my veto here because i did a little research on my own after one of our, our football podcasts ryan and i were talking uh greg before you got here about like a theme and i did a little research into it and i am going to push for this very hard to be our next episode okay and i'll get to it well, at the I end wait. i because I like i've already it. found four examples so. phenomenal i like it all right well let's get to this episode christmas episode was phenomenal this episode is when people get stuck, which, which Craig, it was your idea. Yep. It came from. I love it. I really this, do. This is a perfect strangers episode where they get stuck on a billboard. No, it really came from my remembering Stephanie, Ste- specifically yes. Stephanie. Right. Mm. Getting her head stuck between a railing. Mm. Not even that, close. So that's fun. <laughs> nope, <laughs> it's like Sinbad in the pirate movie. Right, right. You had the, the bones of it there. But here's the funny thing. I remember I brought this up. When I was, you know, when we were, I was telling, was going to record for this, this, you know, this episode and what episodes I was watching. My mother in law, who's staying with us, remembered that family, uh, that full house episode. She remembered wow. somebody's head getting stuck in the, in the, you know, banister. So mm-hmm. clearly it held some yeah. sort of, you know, memory for Can't people. Remembered it too. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. But it was so, I mean, and again, we'll get to it. It was so inconsequential. Why? Why does right. this stand out as a right. thing that in everybody's memory? Yep. I don't know, but um, what's interesting about this show, this particular episode of the TJF podcast right now, is we're going to have two Full House episodes in the same episode. You didn't even have COVID. I lost my fucking mind when I was. What are you doing? Uh, you monster. You're like, what should we do? I'm like, I think we should do two Full House episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you stop me what's wrong with you I the problem say, greg is you speak with such conviction and confidence it's hard to like talk you out of it i think so, i did say are you sure you yes i think ryan this? did yeah are you sure you want to let's face this? it though ryan you know even suggesting this to us makes him worse than hitler so i mean right it was obviously. my fault it was my fault yeah. well the problem is there's like maybe seven episodes where full house people get stuck <laughs> <laughs> they just take turns it's constant it's a constant running game all right michelle it's your stuck. turn in the wall yeah right There's, things are always being stuck or you can like it's just and the wall over and over yeah. again they don't even patch up the hole always the wall it's always the wall get in there michelle there's so ma- there Uh-oh. is one there's one where Michelle, the i think she gets stranded somewhere like there's there. there's lots of ones you could interpret as like they got stuck i'm gonna episode. tell you this is this is one of those like memories you have of when you're a kid, but you don't sure. remember the specifics even a little bit. I remember I was at my friend Andrew Knutson's house. So if he's listening, shout oh, out Knutson. Yeah. T- t- tell me if my story is true. I haven't talked to him probably since this time. I was like maybe second grade, third grade or whatever. And we were crawling behind something. And, you know, this this is where, like, your fuzzy kid brain doesn't make sense. I remember, I feel like we were crawling through the cabinets. But, okay. like, I distinctly remember crawling through the cabinets. But mm. why does that make any sense? Why is that my remembrance of this? But here's the thing. I remember crawling through. And then I had to turn around and sort of, like, back out yep. to get out of the cabinets. Got my head stuck. <laughs> did Mr. Uh, Kanuki's mom have to go Mr. Knutson yeah. you did it all for the Kanuki I mean I remember her having to come downstairs and again this is why do I rem- what do I remember of this that's fact right right but, I mean 
as an adult looking back, could you imagine going down and finding your second graders friend who has been crawling through your cabinets and has now gotten his head stuck? What do you, I mean, one, how do you not laugh yourself to death? Right. Right. And then two, it's like, how? Yeah, all right. I guess we're doing this yeah, now. Right. So and thank you, kids, Mrs. Knutson. It's just unexpected chaos from start yeah, to finish. But I, re- I remember her having to like open the cat, like, you know, try to, wrestle the shelves off of it so I can <laughs> my head get the butter <laughs> we're gonna grease up your friend oh god uh, who knows if that's even true I know, I mean, right. memory is funny yeah. but i was gonna ask have you ever been stuck uh, there's, there's your answer have you ever been stuck yeah, mark right you ever uh, been stuck uh, man i you know what yes actually now that i think about it there is a crawl space that is underneath my it's it's like my parents have their like hot water heater in it and i was i was older than i should have been when i before i got stuck in this thing and i tried to crawl around it i can't remember why i was getting there but i got i got wedged my leg got stuck between like where the floor was and i had to like yell for my dad to come get me and all he did was just pull on me he didn't like do anything he just like pulled on me harder that's all he did and got me loose so but yeah that now that you mentioned that once again popped right into my head being stuck behind the water heater i shouldn't i shouldn't have wasted my one stuck stories because i'm about to tell you a much better one okay good <laughs> Go ahead. lay it on us. we need him we need it uh i was in vietnam yeah, me and DJ were in Nam, stuck behind enemy lines with DJ. <laughs> you were having a panic attack. She slapped you. Yeah. <laughs> Get your shit together. Uh, are you familiar with the bobsled ride at the Great Escape in uh, upstate yeah, New York? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Most it's of like the time a... broken. And okay, oh boy, we're leading into it. So that ride already sucks, but I had season tickets, and I'm a t- I'm a tall guy. There's there's two important right. parts of this. Story. How old were you? I'm uh, 25. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult in this story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm a tall guy, stories. and I am mildly claustrophobic. Like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily mind being in tight spaces, but very specifically, I need to be able to move my legs. Okay. So, like, if my legs are stuck, I start to freak out a lot. So, like, I'm really uncomfortable on airplanes and stuff like that because I just can't move my legs. Sure. Yeah. So, the bobsled is notoriously broken down. Yes. So, I have ridden the bobsled, and I am now at the part where, you, like, at the end of the roller coaster, you're sort of coasting into the into the, the station so yep. you can get off. Mm. Well, the ride breaks down. And I'm, like, I'm, like not actually on a platform yet so there's nowhere for me to go but we haven't there we haven't gone in yet right mm. and the bobsled is very tiny and i can't move my legs mm-hmm. it's getting bad and i'm i'm alone at the great escape at this point so mm-hmm. it is me next to an adult and then in front of me is a little girl who oh, i boy. also believe is alone because <laughs> the person next to the little girl was obviously not their parent. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> so we're stuck there for five minutes, ten minutes. Oh my 15 god. Fifteen minutes. Oh no. And I'm starting to get real fidgety because this ride is tiny. I mean, real tiny. And I'm in the back seat. Twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and I start sort of like trying to maneuver my legs a bit to get them moving because I'm starting to freak out. And this little girl, <laughs> probably seven years old turns around and says 
if you don't stop kicking my seat, I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> and I said, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> terribly proud of it there's a little bit of you <laughs> there's a little bit to put that kid in his place i'll tell you holy shit so what happened i mean eventually they got you off obviously you're yeah, doing podcast i would say within the next five minutes or so they got us moving <laughs> off but that little girl didn't tell on me and she yeah. did shut the fuck up so <laughs> Wait, victory for you right <laughs> i won remembers that shit oh i know oh, I'm right sure. to this I'm day crystal right. clear to this day yep. her and her right. theramis, therapist are intimately familiar with that moment <laughs> god <laughs> oh my god Where the fear of feet is that's what she's got yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh wow that's yeah. gonna be hard to talk yeah <laughs> that's gonna be hard to talk <laughs> i used to get my head stuck all the time I was that I was that kid. Just find any hole and just cram your head in it. I was that kid from the episode in in Full House who just get his head stuck all the time. And I just remember one time I was at I think it was at the Wilton Mall and they had like one of those indoor carousel like Mm -hmm. horse things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh I was in line. My grandfather was there with me. And I for some reason decided let me stick my head through this this railing real quick. Let me check this out. (laughs) Drop to drop to a knee, T boat it. Put my head right through. He didn't have a clue. He just kept on going down the line. <laughs> He's belonged the... to Walden Books I... now, son. And now I'm stuck. I can't get out. Like shaking the rail. I can't get out. He turns around and he's like, "What are you doing?" Like I'm stuck. He's like, why? <laughs> like, I don't need insult to injury here. I can't get out. So to come back over. And he's like, you got to push your ears in. So he taught me that trick where you gotta like just yeah. like flip your ears out and then you can get out. And I got out. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> I think he was just like done with me at that point. Like, you're not going on this ride. Let's just go home. You're, we're done. No hot topic for you. <laughs> no, sorry. We're done. Get yeah, out of the world. You have to get, order your My Chemical Romance shirt like the rest of us online. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It probably would have been Metallica then. Yeah. Or maybe even, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe even younger. Oh my god! But yeah, he, I remember him, just distinctly remember him being like super annoyed. Like, why? I why do I have to right? do this? Like, I, I yeah, would have been be annoyed very too. fed up with you at that point. Know, right? But this wasn't like this was like the eighth or ninth time I got my head stuck <laughs> places. I thought you were gonna say so, this is the eighth or ninth grade. <laughs> no, no, I was a kid. I was a little kid. But yeah. Just remember that. There look goes Ryan. His, always getting his head stuck. That look on his face, like again, <laughs> again, man. Uh. Re- I. It's so funny being an adult now, looking back at, like, like thinking about yourself in context of being an adult now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like you're just a kid, you don't know. But as an adult, it's like how fucking embarrassing. Oh, I know. 
Yep. It's like, yeah. of course, my grandpa was annoyed with me. Mm-hmm. Grandpa Red, he wasn't happy. <laughs> he had that fiery Irish temper. He, he wanted me out of there. <laughs> Get out of those bars. All right. Let's move into the episodes. We're starting with step by step. JT gets stuck in a chimney. Season one, episode 14. Sort of. I'm alone. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when Frank and Carol leave Dana in charge of the children for a weekend, a quiet evening with a few friends quickly turns into a wild, uncontrollable party. And I am trusting you to behave yourselves. That means listen to Dana, okay? Yeah, okay. Here. All right, bye. Oh, thing no parties while we're gone i like the premise i like this episode a lot (laughs) i've seen it many times i like this one this is early this is season one classic early step by step right frank and carol really need to get away so i'm gonna pause right there bullshit (laughs) these two fuck everywhere around that house yeah. If you're in one of those kids' rooms, you better wash that room because they have fucked in that room. <laughs> Brendan's basement. They've definitely uh, been down there. They've been in the mothball room. Yeah. Yep. They've right. been down there. They need this weekend getaway because they can't have any alone time together because they have so many kids. And a pig at this point. Right. And a the grandma and an aunt. We don't see them in this episode, though. They're kind of being phased that's, out. That's why it's good. Yeah, they're, they're being Cody'd out. <laughs> Cody's coming in. They're going yep. out. We got we got Cody in this episode. We got Very like briefly. a tiny little, tiny yep. little piece from Cody. Um, JT is mad. He wants to be put in charge instead of Dana. So they're rivals, of course. And then I, Mark, like, I've said it before. I like their interaction. Yeah, DJ, or, I mean, Me uh, too. yeah. I mean, they're really JT and and Dana really work well together. They're great. They go back and forth. Mark sucks up to his parents and Al's like, you're such a suck up. And he's like, well, if whatever works for me, man, Smart kid. <laughs> if it works for you. It works for you. Um, This scene killed me when just cracked me up so much where Carol is saying goodbye to the kids and it's taking too long. And Frank yeah. is annoyed <laughs> yes. and wants her to leave. So then he's like, all right, all right, all right, hurry it up. And she's like, no, oh, well, I'm going to miss you, Mark. And then, He's like, I'll miss you, kids. And he just like kisses the air instead. We'll see you later. Let's go. I have always said that I I sympathize with Carl. I I you know I can feel him more than I can feel anybody other. Frank yeah. in this episode. Oh man, I got oh, it. Oh yeah. Like, For just, sure. When you want to yeah. get going and you're being slowed down progressively by something that just doesn't matter. I get it. I totally get it. He's and then just like the subtle, like how he's annoyed at Carol for taking yes, too long right. for loving on the kids. Oh, he, he's just I annoyed it. by it in yep. general. I get it. Yep. Gotta get it. Just listen. You gotta. There's a timeline to catch up on. You gotta stay on. T- I get it. Yeah, I totally understand. Right. Don't be late. Uh, Carol says goodbye to everybody. Says, "All right, look, no parties. All right, come on, just no parties." I'm like, sure, no problem, mom. And they leave finally, and then they just all the kids yell out, "All right, it's party time!" All the Lamberts do. All the yeah. Lamberts want to party. Yeah. All the Fosters want to want to study. Uh, you ever have a good uh, party when your parents were away? 
Did we ask this question before? I don't think we did. I've <laughs> been to a really good party with with the parents being away. Mm. Um, I've never had one myself, but uh, yeah. man, I, I went to a real, real fun one. Um, the game was hide the beer cans Ooh. throughout the house. So he would have to go hunt for them after ah. the party was over. Wow. And his parents were coming home the next day. That was wow. that was a fun one. That wow. is a good one. Yeah. yeah. I had a decent party in college at my parents' house when they weren't home, but not in high school. I was a I was like a I wasn't a good kid in high school, but I wasn't the type of person who was gonna throw a party. Yeah. Mm. I went to a goody two shoes school. So like who was gonna come to that party? It would right. have been like me and three people. Yeah. Um <laughs> In high school, I don't, I, I don't know if you went to that one, Mark, where I had like the Xbox in the tent. Mm. We were playing beer pong out in the backyard, I think, with yeah. a table or a door yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it was so a I door. Was, I was at yeah. that one. Yeah. That was yeah. a good. That party. was an awesome. Yes, that was great. <laughs> I think that was the same night our mutual friends. Uh, I had to put one to bed, and he threw up on the siding of his house. Oh, so, yeah. Uh. Right. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Full was the circle. same one. That was a. That was a good party. That was a good party. I wasn't thinking about the one about hide the beer cans was not you. No. And it shared your name. Shared your name. Yeah. So I would say I was, I would say I was 18, but I was in college at that point. Yeah. That was fun. I do remember that. Yeah. We used to have a summer party every summer. We called it Big Bash at my friend's sister's house. When they would go out of town, we would go crazy, go to their big house and just go insane. Uh, But that was, we were older more mature i don't know right <laughs> mature enough to not burn it down i guess uh we've get the open to step by step we get the grandma we get the right. aunt yep but they're not in the episode thank god uh dana's cooking dinner but it's real shit <laughs> yeah, i mean hot dogs shit. and beans hold the hot dogs is that yeah. what's happening here dana can do better than that come on uh she's like i'm gonna have friends over to study and everyone's like, get fucked. You told us we couldn't have anybody over. <laughs> That's what but Brandon she, said. It was weird. She gets <laughs> a little guy. Yeah. Uh, she's annoyed. She's like, they're going to study. And like, no, that's bullshit. You can't bring anybody over or we all get to bring somebody. So she's like, all right, let's be fair. Everybody can invite two friends and the party won't get out of control. It won't be like a real party. Fine. We cut to the honeymoon suite at the Lover's Retreat Hotel. Frank and Carol are in the shittiest hotel room ever. Yeah. They're twin beds. The hotel is gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We got to go. We got to go. We can't do this. And Frank realizes like this. It's now or never. Like we're going home and I'm not nothing's going to happen when I go home. So mm-hmm. we got to make this work. He says, you and I can make any place romantic. And then right as he says that a train passes over and the room shakes and the bellhop holds the pictures on the wall so they don't fall down. Yeah, the bellhop had some moments here. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah. Um, Frank tries to bribe the bellhop. This was funny. Yeah. Like, well, uh, you know, better room. And he's like, nope. <laughs> Can't yeah. do it. It's like, Back what can I do to get a better room? He's like, find a better hotel. And yeah. he takes his money. <laughs> he takes it anyway. Yeah. Um, Frank's like, we can still make this a weekend to remember. And the bellhop stomps on a bunch of cockroaches in the bathroom. 
and then says, uh, well, if you need help, uh, call the front desk and ask for John or whatever. I'm like, great. Are you? Thanks. Thanks, John. He's like, oh, no, I'm not John. John deals with the annoying patrons. <laughs> Insane. Like, they've been totally reasonable. <laughs> I do love the idea that Frank even like. Yeah, he booked the romantic getaway, but it was still the shittiest hotel in town. He went cheap. Yeah, he cheaped out. That's so on character. It's great. It's perfect. Frank is really trying to save it. And he says, all right, well, we can make anything work. Next time the room shakes, it won't be the choo-choo train. He's playing conductor and train traveler. I don't know. How uh, how many role plays do these people have to go through? If you think about it, I mean, this they they so run many. down so many, <laughs> right? So many. Oh, he was Skimbleshank, the railroad. Yes. Oh, oh my god, you missed the musical introduction that he. She did. was Mister Mistopheles. Wow. Oh god. <laughs> what 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 version of Cats did you watch? The shitty Taylor Swift one. Is that in there? It's the best one. Oh, uh, god. change Greg's life for the better. It sure did. <laughs> That's not even a joke. <laughs> no, that's real life right there. A lot of people think uh, Rum Tum Tugger and Mr. Mistopheles are a little bit gay for each other. Really? Okay. Well, so you know. maybe they were Rum Tum Tugger and Mr. Mistopheles. Tune in for our uh, our cat's eroticism podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 47 episodes. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> we're really going deep on this. I can milk yeah. an episode out of that. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. So Frank is absolutely hysterical in this. He is on fire in this yeah, episode. He's, yeah. He's he decides he's going to we'll just rearrange some furniture. You get you get set up and and I'll I'll get the room ready. We'll be good. No problem. We don't need who cares? We don't need a nice hotel room to do this. What is, what's yeah. wrong with you? They're just looking for a private place to bang. So yeah, I mean, right? you know, just push those double beds together and go to it. So that's what he does. He tries to push these beds together to make one big bed and crack dude mm. throws his back out right <laughs> throws his back out at the worst possible time uh and he's stuck and he can't move and he starts moaning and carol <laughs> yells from the bathroom what's the matter with you and he goes oh don't worry honey just a karate technique i just picked up and i used to get ready <laughs> mark back at the house mark tries to call some friends and he can't get anybody to come to the party which is a funny little bit he's got a little sure notepad is. with a lot of x's yeah. out of it and right. he's like yeah do you want to come to my party and he's like foster yeah right mark foster he doesn't keep saying his last name funny the, the first time funnier the second time <laughs> kids don't know who he is yep he who uh who's calling and then the door opens and Cody comes in and he's like, what's up, man? And he's like, I can't find two friends to bring to the party. I'm so, I'm such a nerd. I have no friends. And Cody goes, I can be your friend, man. I'll be your friend. And he's like, I already counted you. I'm trying to find a second. <laughs> also that. good. So Cody at this point is already established. He's living in the driveway. Cause he just yeah. walks in from the driveway. Right. He oh, just okay. kind of showed up. I think. Right. So, um, JT invites his two friends over, who then in turn invite some babes over. So he's like, not saying no to this. Dana tries to kick him out, and he's like, we'll see who survives. Like, we'll see who stays and who goes. I haven't decided yet. When that's happening, Karen brings in four people. And Dana's like, what? No, we're not supposed to have more than two. And she's like, well, these guys are the four finalists. It's four hot guys. This is the four finalists. Telling you, man. She's my two friends. (laughs) Like every time. 
<laughs> Karen underrated. underrated. She's got good jokes. She's good. Yeah. Um, Al and her pig bring in another five people, and Dana says, "Look, Al, like everybody's bringing more than two people. What's wrong with you? Don't you? Why are you doing this?" And she's like, "I just don't care what you have to say. <laughs> I'm just also gonna good. do whatever. <laughs> go screw, go screw yourself." Uh, and then a ton more people come in. There's a we heard there's a party here, and then things are really getting out of hand. Part the house is full with people. Dana's in trouble. We cut back to Frank and Carol in the honeymoon suite, and Frank is really in trouble. His back is all screwed up. He's propped against the wall. And Carol says, hey, can you get my new negligee out of the big suitcase? And he's like, sure, sure. <laughs> and then this this crawl, this crawl that he does. Yeah, he gets down on all fours and pushes the suitcase with his head to the bathroom door, only for her to yell, "Oh, never mind, I've got it." See, I and, knew that because that that suitcase didn't look big enough for a Gorn costume. Yeah, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> he. By the way, Frank Patrick Duffy, real good physical comedy in this one. I'm so dare good. I say, Balky esque. He was Balky esque. That's for sure. Very funny. Yeah. Do the Packers have a mascot? I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. All right. Because they're in Wisconsin, right? Right. Just I assume they're Packers fans. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah. I think there's, remember, we watched that episode where they like were playing for Packers tickets. Remember? They That's were right. Like, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's several Packers themed episodes. There's also, I several... was just trying to think what mascot could be in that suit. Maybe, oh, maybe right. the Milwaukee the, the Badgers. Mascot? I was thinking right. the Wisconsin oh, Badgers. Oh, yeah. They, do, they have right? a mascot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be a Badger. Right? Yep. Yeah, could the Badger. Be a badger. Okay. Could be the Badger. She could be a cheerleader. He could be a Badger. Just the Badger. Two Badgers. Two Badgers. <laughs> yeah. <Just> two Badgers. <laughs> it's his persona. <laughs> Carol comes out of the bathroom. Whoa. This is yeah. Summers. It's really breaking For TGIF, a little racy. It's I mean, so I... funny yeah. that when I was a kid, she was old. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my. She might, I mean, legit, she might be younger than us in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Um, but it, it works. Yeah. Yep. She looks great. And then, I'm right. Frank goes, oh, yeah, you look good. But through the back pain, he, he can't yeah. even control the horniness through the back pain. <laughs> <laughs> I am hurting, Listen, but boy. I've been there. <laughs> I'm doing this anyway. Yep. And she yells at him, come here, you savage. <laughs> and then he uses all of his power, all of his power to possibly get over to her. Yeah, I sympathize. Yeah, I've right. been in this position. He yes, can't indeed. quite make it. He's just like, like, I'm going to do whatever I have to. <laughs> whatever it takes. This right, right. Whatever it takes. <laughs> if I can just fine. get to you, that's the victory right there. Uh, and then she's like, what's taking you so long? He's like, I want it the moment to last. <laughs> Man. Uh, and she says, this is great. She grabs him and lifts him up and like his back's all fucked up. And she does like like a I don't know what dance this is like the salsa or something I don't know yeah. some sexy dance where she's like oh do the moves you did when we were in Hawaii yeah. and he's like I can't even walk <laughs> he's just got this look on his face and she twirls him around and then he lets go and she comes crashing to the floor 
this is the second time we've seen her do like really good yeah. physical comedy. Like it was, she flew her, she threw herself across that bed into yeah. the floor. It was really good. It was funny. She cr- comes crashing down and she looks at Frank like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. Then we cut back to the party. Things are crazy. There's jocks. Yeah. The jocks are there. Oh, yeah. God. They go up to JT and they said, they say, settle a bet. So wait a minute, right here, by the way, one of these jocks is Abraham from Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I knew he played like a cop or a sheriff or yeah. something, right? I was Abraham. the first time I saw him, obviously not in step by step, was in uh, Band of Brothers. He was one of the guys in Band of Brothers. Very, right. very good show. Um, but yeah, Abraham. <laughs> like an 18 year old Abraham. Wow. Wow. Well, they have to settle a bet. How does Santa fit, a, fit down a chimney? Let's find out. And JT's like all about it. Like, oh, guys, yeah, what do you need? Whatever you need. Like, just come with us. And they like grab him and drag him upstairs to the roof. Uh, and he's like, what are we talking about? Rock and roll? Chicks? I'm like, no, Santa. <laughs> I thought that was a great joke. <laughs> yeah, I like that joke. Uh, Dana starts screaming and losing her mind. Then Karen slaps her across the face. She's like, why did you do that? <laughs> She's like, I thought you were hysterical. I am hysterical. And then they start beating, fighting each other. And everyone's like, fight, 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 fight. And then, of course, there's another more shenanigans going on. And these people run through with whipped cream and they spray Dana up and down with whipped cream. Now she's got food all over. She's been slapped. People all over the house. It's like, I need I need to get these guys out of here. What do I do? And then Al gets up on top of the couch and says, just yells out, okay, we're out of food. And everyone leaves. <laughs> and Dana's like, thank you so much. How do we do that? How'd you do that? She's like, I don't know. And then Al Street like, Smart. Okay, all we need to do now is clean up everything and then we'll be fine. And Dana's like, giving the orders, the kids are, you know, Okay, great. I'll 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 pick this stuff up. I'll vacuum. She's like, okay, JT, move the furniture. And you just hear him come crashing down the chimney and get stuck in the fireplace. And like, where are you? I'm in the fireplace. You're in the fireplace? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm thinking about moving my bed in here. <laughs> then we go back to the honeymoon suite. Frank tries to get Carol to snap his back and make it better. She cracks him real good, and it, it's so much worse. <laughs> How is it worse? That's a whole bunch worse. That's what he said. There's one thing you can do to make everything right, Frank. All you have to do is say, let's go home. He's like, all right, fine. I give up. Can't move. Can't have sex. This this party's <laughs> over. Let's go Fate home. Fate worse than death. Right. I'm about to say, you know what? That does put me out of sorts yep. <laughs> if I have one of those two or both. Yep. yep. So they decide they're going to go home, but I like this little bit. <laughs> she goes, all right, well, you, you need a little something. So you want to watch me change? And he's like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Can you just tip me forward a little bit so I can see better? And she's like, sure, no problem. So she tips him and he goes way too far and falls face plants, but his back is still arched. It's great. He's, it was great. He was really, really funny there in this entire skit. Frank Carroll will come home and... Every all the kids are acting real weird, but everything's kind of cleaned up. And she says, "Like, wow, I can't believe the house is still standing. I thought for sure you guys would have a party." Like, oh, oh, come on, mom, no way. 
And then uh, she's like, all right, great. Well, let's build a fire because it's like it's cold in here. Let's build a fire. Like, help me build a fire. And meanwhile, JT's in the fireplace. <laughs> stuck. He's stuck in the fireplace and they've carved out a little section of the plaster where you can see his yeah. face. And they put the painting over him so you can't see him and you can't see his feet. And Carol's like insistent that I have to build a fire. And then finally we hear, uh, no, from JT when she almost pulls it off. Uh, and, oh, I like this a little bit too, where Dana's helping Frank up the stairs. He's like, I just need like a hot bath and then I'll be, I'll be okay. And Dana's like, well, let me help you upstairs to distract yeah. you from this whole mess. And you hear the fire thing and Dana just drops Frank on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> to go and stop the fire. That's great. Uh, where's JT? He's stuck in the chimney. And then the firemen are there and they're getting JT out. They've gotten him out. This, I guess. This, He's gone. Got me. And then Brendan comes running on the stairs and says, Daddy, and jumps into his arms. And Frank catches him and he's like, Whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. I feel better. Brendan's like, You mad at me? And he's like, No, of course not. You you fixed my back. I feel great. And he's like, oh, I thought you, I kicked you in the no nos, <laughs> in the no no spot. In the no nos, yeah. Uh, the firemen get JT out, and Frank's like, I bet this happens all <laughs> the time, right? To try to like light the moon. Yeah. The fireman goes, nope. Yeah, and right. leaves. <laughs> really dead man just in nope. walks right out. Nope. Ah. <laughs> uh, all the kids are in trouble, so they're all in bed early. And Carol comes down and says. All right, well, all the kids are in bed. Frank's like, wait, I feel better. All the kids are in bed? Living room sex. That's adventurous, even yeah. for them. Living room sex. You're going to tell me Brandon won't come out of his basement? I mean, that that's going to scar him. Even well, further. no, they lock him in there. Oh, okay. All right. It's locked on the outside with Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't come out. Yeah. I could play TV repairman. And she's the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, porn director. <laughs> All right. It's a PCR. It's so fucked up, but also so great. Yeah. Uh, uh, All right. Well, what'd you think of this uh, step by step episode? I love it. Still it love it. Good. It's great. Oh, it's it was good. Yep. It was quick, good. breezy. Right. Breezy. Um, yep. The kids. The kids were kind of mediocre. Um, sure. Like just a just a classic sitcom, not particularly original. Kids throw a party, have to clean up. I guess right. JT getting stuck in the fireplace was new. I liked watching okay. them remove bricks. That was funny. Yeah. But as always with these step by step episodes, fucking Carol and Frank steal it. Amazing. Especially Frank. I mean, Carol's funny in it too, but like Patrick Duffy Amazing. is so fucking good in these it's... episodes. So Patrick Duffy before this, obviously his big thing was Dallas, right? That's mm-hmm. that's what he did. Did he do comedy before this? I don't like, think so. Like, I'm trying to think like what the equivalent would be if we had somebody who only did drama, did a TV show, and was fucking outrageously hilarious. Like it, it I feel yeah. like that would have been such a turn for like people at the time to see him act like this because he is a natural. He is so fucking funny in this. Denzel Washington. Yeah, right. Starring ass. Yeah. The only person I can think of kind of is Alec Baldwin, but even he, like he was always serious stuff, like super, super serious. And then did like 30 rock and, and did more funnier stuff. Well, I I was, but even that was not on the level of what Frank is doing here. What, uh, Duffy's doing here. 
to me, it's always Patrick Stewart. Like he always did the Shakespearean stuff and then Star Trek. And then he started getting into comedy because he is outrageously funny too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, Good episode though. I liked it. What I, about I, this? I like, that's like all these step by step. What about the stuck part of it? JT being stuck in the chimney. Not enough? Uh, not enough. Um, again, I, th- I thought this whole episode would be it. Instead, it's just like I a thought. footnote. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Also, honestly, JT getting stuck, not the funniest option. Obviously, Mark getting Mark stuck is funny. Getting stuck, right. funniest option. Right. Um, also, he's the nerd. Why wouldn't he's he the be nerd. getting Why, stuck? Right. Like, I didn't think chimney. JT was a nerd. Although, I mean, I do remember those kids in school that like, it's like a tryhard that people don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like you weren't you weren't a nerd, but you still weren't popular. Right. You weren't popular and but you tried to be popular. But you tried I tried to too be. hard. Yeah, that and, that you know. I think everybody has a memory of somebody like that. So yeah. Um yeah. I'm gonna throw it out to Karen again. Like <laughs> when she slaps Dana, that got me good. I really thought that was funny. That was funny. I'm I'm anxious to see more of Karen. When she murders JT, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that one. We'll have to figure out a way to work that one in. but We will work that one in. All right. Moving on to Full House episode number one. The one where the kid gets stuck. Misadventures in Babysitting. Season three, episode 14. DJ runs into problems when babysitting to earn money for her own phone. Now stop right there. You tell that to anybody under the age of 16, and they're not no going to get what we're talking about. They are yeah. not going to understand what type of new phone we're discussing here. This is no. very much of a time. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's locked into that time. Jesse and Rebecca have a problem communicating. Isn't that every episode? Yeah, Why does that need to be in the it's like, description? Are you telling yeah. me that Topanga breaks up? Oh, Corey? God. What? No. Oh, that never happens. I'm through with playing games. You'll never catch me! Hey, you stop! I can't get out! Help! Kimmy, he's really stuck! All right, we start... We start with... I'm starting to think f- those two are not right for each other, BT dubs. Yeah, they're always like, Other than being right. hot, mm-hmm. they seem to have hot. nothing in common. Right. And also, as we get into this episode, it's becoming increasingly odd to me that Jesse is obsessed with Elvis. Yeah. Like it, it when I was a kid I didn't think about it. And but as an adult it does not actually seem to fit Jesse's character that much. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he'd be more obsessed with like Mick Jagger or something. Right. Right. Mm. Like a rock and roll person. He's and like I know 24. Elvis is rock and roll but he's like old yeah. rock and roll. Right. 60s. I think it was right. It's like it has to be a symptom of whoever was writing there this. There you go. Thinks right. yeah. Elvis is cool. Right. 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 And Elvis was cool for a long time, but then right. we got like the awkward weird Elvis years before he died. So it's yeah. not like we got fat Elvis, like we know that exists. Uh all right. We start on Michelle cuz we always do. Michelle. Oh, come on. Sunglasses. <laughs> it's like uh, they're trying to piss me off. Yeah. This first I I I almost no way, Jose. because I knew this would have triggered you. Um this is like pre babies in boxes, but this is the same idea of babies in boxes. Linger. Watch Michelle do something "quote unquote" cute. There's Linger a scene Michelle. in this episode where the camera literally watches like, yep. Michelle run out Water. of a room. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 
and there's a laugh track added to it and it's just yep what i noticed that too <laughs> two episodes of full house and we're gonna get stirred up here you got Getting it heated. you got it dude make those flowers <laughs> dance yeah make these flowers oh, dance with joey <clears throat> everyone wants to use the phone everyone except dj who's always monopolizing the phone and everyone wants to talk uh stephanie's next in line and danny's like i need the phone for like adult shit what the fuck are you doing get off i gotta call my broker and then tax Ste- guy stephanie goes would not have been so polite oh like, mine either oh no, my god i would have been kicked right they would have politely asked me to use the yes, phone right. and if i had said no they would have walked up and disconnected the phone yep. and yeah. then i never would have used the phone ever again yep. yeah right he, i think that's the joke here he's very polite and then he's like all right well give it to me in like two seconds when i need to call my boss or whatever adult thing and then stephanie's like oh, no 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 no. i'm next no cutsies and then he like sheepishly was like all right no cutsies yeah. <laughs> uh and D- dj's ta- not talking about anything important she's talking about who kissed who and for how long 38 seconds oh my god come up for air jesus Teenage no, I'm love. impressed by that just because I have no lung capacity. Right. Teenage love. If I kiss yeah, Greg four for seconds 38 of seconds. wonder and you'd like it. Yeah. If I kiss Greg for 38 seconds, he'd be dead. Take the <laughs> breath right out of him. Joke. Take yeah. the breath from him. <laughs> I've, I've used my hand twice and I'm but... just sitting here podcasting. <laughs> About to do it again. Yeah. <sighs> uh, the boys decide that they have a poker game going. And they, they decide, well, let's play poker here. Danny's like, I'm a I'm a guy. I can be part of the guys. I got three daughters. I can be it's, I, I can be with the guys. Let's have a poker game here. It's funny to see poker portrayed yes, pre-Chris like Moneymaker. Right. Yes. I was Money thinking the maker. same thing. How like gross and dirty it was it was perceived to be at this right. time. And now it's just like a thing. It's right. just a thing people do. Right. We played pl- yeah. poker plenty of times when I was growing up, right. and it was b- because of that big craze that was hitting. Right. Uh, and they weren't gross or anything like that. We had like, like 18 people. We had like tournaments and stuff. Right. I remember yeah. those. You know? We played poker all the time. Constantly. Yeah. Right. Online Every Friday poker. Night. Yeah. It was always, online poker, poker in person. It is great. I wish it would yeah. come back. I wish we would play more poker. But I, you know, I have a game every now and then. I will yeah. Yeah, so gambling like is uh, is weird when you're when you're almost forty. You're like, do I really right. just want to? I'm not that good. I'm not. A, I'm not a Chris moneymaker. Do I really <laughs> want to? Do I really want to lose honor box here? I did all right when I was in Vegas. I played okay. mostly poker. I was probably at the mm-hmm. poker table for forty five hours when yeah. I was in Vegas. Our uh, associate who went with you apparently did not do well. No, Ooh. but that was at Baccarat. Yeah, okay. I'm oh, sure Bert, I said. Bert, I'm sure yeah. I said that right. Bert yeah. Bacharach. Uh, Danny has to prove that he's cool to play poker because he's not cool enough right now because he's a dad with three girls. So he says, "Oh, I can be cool," and he untucks his shirt. <laughs> Just like half it. of his shirt. I like half it. of it. I yeah. thought Danny was funny in this episode. Yes, he was. He was uh, very funny. Yeah, he's always good. I mean, yep. this show stinks, but he's always good. Jesse's pretty good too. Usually, he comes in, and him and Becky are basically. They're Frank and Carolyn right now. They are yeah. at they're they're in it to win it. Mm-hmm. And every other person in the house is watching. Which probably oh, leads to what's gonna happen in the next episode that we do. Because it's like <laughs> we need some privacy here, people. We're too hot to not let this happen. 
It's like we have to do this for science. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jesse, fan of eugenics. <laughs> uh, you see what he was wearing? Jesse was wearing his typical leather jacket jeans, but a yep. white turtleneck with yeah. a, a necklace that's a peace sign. A peace sign necklace. What Fucking the hell? Weird. Right. Somebody Real doesn't weird. get this. Right. That's not Elvis, like yeah. sports cars, that kind of motorcycle guy. Motorcycles, no. none of that shit. That's I always feel shit. like a different person is, I mean, you have a lot of writers, obviously, for sitcoms, but I feel like there is never a repeat writer for Full House. <laughs> no. It's always like, however many episodes, just however many writers they had. <sighs> Everybody gets one. They fight. Jesse and Rebecca fight, because they always do. No. About having Christmas in Nebraska or in Memphis with Elvis. Yeah. Both are terrible ideas. Yeah, right. Yeah. Horrible. Stay in San Francisco. Right. right. DJ's still yeah. on the phone during this, or I don't know. Is it still the same day? I don't know. It was <laughs> yeah, like, right. it was we like never five days. Yeah. Gibbler, she's been talking to Gibbler this whole time. Gibbler comes walking in with a her phone because she's the neighbor. I kind of like that too. And then it's yeah, like, yeah, hey, got oh, a chuckle out of this. Oh, yeah. hey guys, just talking to DJ and like, wait, you're in our house and DJ's here. What's going on? And they go into the bedroom and talk to each other on the phone, even though they're in the bedroom together. And then Danny comes in and says, you can't monopolize the phone like this. Like, and like, this is a house of like 14 people. Are you insane? Yeah, right. <laughs> we yeah. have like a whole neighborhood living in here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. And he's like, also, why do you have two George Michael posters on your wall right now? <laughs> one in the closet. And yeah, Mel, a, a, a lethal weapon to Mel Gibson, yeah. just crammed in the corner. Why do you have two George Michael busts? Yeah, one's not enough. She is in for a rude awakening yes. in a couple years. Two is not the right amount of George Michael posters. Either one or a lot, whole yeah, wall, right. or a whole wall. <laughs> that oh, is wow. the incorrect number. Uh, that freedom song of his, fucking banger. Oh banger. yeah. Oh, he's got bangers. There's he no, he's got bangers, bangers no for sure. But yes, everyone thinks of like his early stuff, but his yeah. post getting caught by a cop stuff. Oh, also yeah. Very good. He's got some bangers. The dude can yeah. bring it. If you can earn enough money, DJ, then you can get your own freaking phone line and you can get the fuck off of mine. Right. And she's like, great. What do I owe? And Gibbler knows 16 bucks a month. <laughs> I know. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Simpler times. That, what's that? What she got? Cricket Mobile? Yeah. <laughs> the hell? You hear every other word. Cricket Mobile. What's the shittiest cell phone company? You can Cricket. Think of? Yeah, it right. has to be Cricket, right? Nextel. Anyone that's uh, promoted by the Miz, I would assume, is the shittiest. Oh one. man, I was watching Awesome Games Done Quick, and they were doing a skate uh, speed run. Great. Fun mm-hmm. game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. A game that has a literal T-Mobile sidekick in it. And I almost fell out of my seat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh my you god! Check your objectives with your T-Mobile sidekick. That's amazing. T-Mobile oh, sidekick. <laughs> was it the you old uh, the NES game? Was Mick Kids? I mean, you were basically All right. trailed, trailed by a fry guy the entire time. Yeah, that's great. I have Mick and Mac. Yeah. That was a McDonald's game, yeah, right? Mm. Wasn't there a seven up game? What was that? Spot Spot, spot. spot goes Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I love it. And that there game. was a Domino's Noid one. Yes, too, Yo right? Noid. Yeah. That's insane. Awesome. Could you so imagine? Great. What would that even look like today? 
a triple A yeah. electronic arts game. And Elon the, Musk. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I mean, are thing? there even mascots with the, the in general insurance? Right. <laughs> oh, the, the gecko. gecko? Yeah. yeah right. gecko. Oh, yeah. You're you play as Shaq helping the general get out of jail by collecting <laughs> general bucks. I don't even know. Tires. <laughs> The general's in jail. Your, your premium goes down every month. Every time yeah. you, <laughs> you save a general. Flow from oh, Progressive God. is there. You have to collect enough He's icy hot to cash in. Do you? Oh, yeah. This I like the great. insurance Avengers game we did together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, far, the farmer's guy. I mean, eventually yeah, right. you get J.K. Yeah. Simmons. I feel yeah, like that's right. Yeah, that. you do. JK. Oh, my God. Why? The emu? Yeah. Oh yeah, Limu Emu. Right. God, these commercials are so the effective. <laughs> these commercials are so effective. Yeah, thanks for nothing, football. Yeah. Oh God. And then there's the guy who teaches you not to be his parents. That's the one I like the most. Mm-hmm. Don't oh, be your parents. Good. I like yeah. both. All right. Uh Stephanie has to put Michelle to sleep. Because of the poker game, you put this idiot in charge of anything, it always goes wrong. I feel like we've seen this before. No, oh, fucking God, worse. No, we have just... seen this before with the, the the babies in boxes. She had to put the babies in boxes to bed. Right. Remember, and they oh, got that's out. That's right, and they did yes. the... Oh. the 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 hallway thing that you hated. That yes. sucked. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I knew I saw this before. We've seen it. You could cut Stephanie right out of all these shows. Oh, God, yeah. never, ever brings anything positive. Man. For the first couple episodes we did of the TGIF podcast, I think, Greg, one of your most common things was, oh, fucking Stephanie. You're just (laughs) the worst. Hated her. She's the worst, honestly. And I mean, I think she is intentionally there to be trouble. Yeah. Right. Like everything sort of plays off Stephanie's inability to be a human being. Mm -hmm. Um, as we'll see in later episodes also. So like, I, I mean, I think it is intentional, but oh, just, yeah. boy, it actively ruins the show. She's not ever likable. What is she like? No, she with? really like, isn't. I like the adults in this show. I kind of am okay with some DJ stuff. Um, I don't like her interactions with Steve, like later, oh, like later DJs yeah. awful. She's basically another oh, yeah. Topanga. Um, <laughs> Gibbler. I like Sweet. Gibbler a lot. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Gibbler's good. But like I know this is a show about three dudes and their three daughters, but legitimately just like baby talk, you take the fucking babies out of it, and I think this is a pretty good show. <laughs> just like baby talk, a show about babies. Just house, no full. Yeah, just house. Talk. Yeah, just let's talk. get let's like get that empty house sequel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just Danny quietly cleaning, cleaning, up. <laughs> mopping the floor by himself. Well, I watch that show. Yeah, right. If he tells you how to like clean stuff, I mean, I don't know. I could use that help sometimes. What's that yeah. phenomenon where people listen to YouTube videos where chicks whisper? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that. Danny Tanner mopping the floor. Danny Tanner whispering into my ear while eating potato chips right. and then vacuuming it up. I'd, I'd subscribe to that. Right. What's what's that Patreon link? <laughs> My God, Danny Tanner whispering in my ear while he's uh, and then he vacuums him up. Oh God! Well, he's also the poker guy. Mm-hmm. He's the poker guy, which means his shirt's untucked. He's got a flannel on the outside, and his hat's sideways. I kind of liked his, like you know, that that was his idea of what somebody plays poker or looks like. I kind of. Oh think my that. God! Uh, the two guys that are playing poker, Steve and Paul, they seem like 
complete weirdos. Definitely Joey's friends. Yeah, right. (laughs) I thought that was David Crosby. So did I. No, actually, I first thought it was Gallagher. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody who's listening, though, knows exactly what this person looks like, even if you've never seen the episode. Based on Gallagher and David Crosby. David Crosby died today. Did he? Yep. Get the yeah, fuck he died here. He died like a couple hours ago. What? He died. Oh my god! Jesus Christ! You're just finding this out. Oh no! I'm it's actually. Any I other... mean, you mentioned Alec Baldwin today. He yep. he got... got charged oh, with yeah. murder today. Right. right. You mentioned yeah. David Crosby today. And oh, I dead. mean, I mean Elvis, like yeah. Lisa Marie Presley, Lisa Marie. Graceland. That was this I'm week. Stop saying names, Ryan. Right. Oh, do I have a power? Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Joe Burrow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Stephen Paul, they're weird. One guy yep. looks like Gallagher, and he's like... He's a slob. He's like he's like dipping slob. his finger into the dip and then licking yeah. it and you know, going for chips and stuff. And Paul is weird because he's smoking. Yeah. Like a chilling smoker. So weird to see any smoking yes. on a kid's show. Right. Yeah. Right, and also and just, the joke Danny's, is that he has like nine packs of cigarettes. He's right, right. and Danny's okay with it. Like yeah. he's like, I'm not going to smoke, but you can you can smoke in my house. Right, I mean, which it's is weird. Insane. Yeah, which, like I get like, he's being cool guy, Danny, but the yeah. fact that you would even think about that, mm-hmm. they did is play, ludicrous. They did not play that in a way where he's like, or they were like, oh, it I was guess making we'll him leave. nervous. Right, yeah, right. like they did not play it up enough. I think. Like, this could have been really funny if they were just two gross guys and he wanted to play poker so bad, and right. they were just they just grossed him out, and he just kept trying to hang on. Like, yeah, that, Danny's that eyes like long... start twitching or yeah, like seeing coasters not being used. That would be funny. Yeah, yeah, we could have played on that. What are we uh, doing? Yeah. Well, they had to take half this episode for fucking idiot shit and, and watching oh, Michelle God. walk out of a room yeah. that took up some time. Well, Danny's also weird because he goes, my friends call me Dirty Dan. <laughs> oh, my God. Like Which, the, that's that pre-internet yeah, right. naivete. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty Dan. Well, you want a cigarette? No, thanks. Uh, Jesse says, we're playing five cards in Nebraska. Becky's wild. I like this. It's just on, it's on his mind so much. He doesn't want to go to Nebraska at all. Fuck that place. <laughs> He just starts saying stuff, so everyone makes fun of him. They're like, even Joey. Joey's like a na- little nasty here. He's like, ooh, he's got to show up for his friends. Your communication. Ooh. Just like, shut up. <laughs> shut up in front of everybody. Uh, and then he's like, all right, I'll tell her. I'll tell her. And they're all like egging him on to yeah. talk shit to her. So he calls and then he yells in the phone, like, not going to Nebraska. We're on elves. I'm in the decision. Too bad. Like, basically, and hung- hangs up, slams it down. Mm-hmm. Before he does, he goes, "Oh, uh, uh, if you get this message, call me back." <laughs> it was all message. He so can't really stand up to her. Uh, we DJ's gonna go babysit now. Okay, <laughs> took a long time to get here. Yeah, but she's gonna go babysit. She's gonna babysit Brian, who seems like a real douche kid from mm-hmm. the, like exactly like me. Basically, if I was. <laughs> whoever was babysitting me this is what right. i was doing i got my head stuck in shit i was talking about ninja turtles i was trying to shoot people who you were, were talking to... incorrectly about ninja turtles yeah like, i'm yeah. sure we're gonna get we're gonna get the correct 
So Brian, Which also, I, by the way, I feel like that's also not the first time they've made a Ninja Turtle reference and didn't make it correctly. I feel like there was another time where they got the weapons wrong and that really pissed me yes, off. Yes, yes, yes. There was something else. Um, well, Brian's weird, right? But he's a normal looking kid. He's a normal. He seems normal. His parents, however. I loved his parents. Yeah. Are hippie. I love how on the nose it is that they're hippies and also rich assholes. Yes. Yes. Because that's just every baby boomer who's ever been born. Hippie slash yuppie all together in one. Hippie and yuppie together. Boy, yuppies. I haven't thought about those in a long time. They're going (laughs) to a Grateful Dead concert. I assume this is a Jerry Garcia? Yeah, Jerry Bear was still alive, I think. He was still alive in the early 90s. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So he was there. It's got, that's a nice. Concert. And this is San Francisco. He def, they would they toured there probably every month. <laughs> I'm know? sure. I'm sure. So they're going to a, a true Grateful Dead concert. Um, uh, Brian goes. I'll behave. I love this. I'll behave if you give me half your earnings. <laughs> Worth a shot. He tries to extort DJ here for money. Don't push DJ. Who says I mean? It's going to add another collection, another tongue to her no, necklace. She wanted to leave him in those bars. Yeah. Uh, this kid Brian, he says, "I'm a teenage mutant ninja turtle, and you're Krang." And that made me laugh. And he says, "I'm gonna smash things, Lord Krang, if you don't stop." Mm. So now, rewind and correct me where this turtle thing went wrong because I I missed it. So I didn't even hear Krang. I heard Crank. <laughs> That's what I is that what hearing. it was? Crank. Yeah, it was definitely not Krang. Oh yeah. I thought it was Krang. No, it was definitely not Krang. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. That brain and he said it twice, robot suit and that's what made because like the first time, like maybe I misheard that, and okay. then he said it again, and it was also wrong. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's just that kid problem where they can't not be screaming. Yeah, might maybe be. like they have no capacity to enunciate. Yeah, sure. Did you? I did look this, this up though. Shits. This kid <laughs> was not in anything. This actor, except. Mm. He was Casper from that that you know animated when they did like the when there was a real boy for when he was yeah and no and he also did the voice of like Casper. He did the voice too. He did the voice too. Yeah, right. Like really good when I was. Oh god, yeah. I thought it was invent. I thought it was like I I was blown away by like what like having humans interact with like the cartoons. I thought that was cool. Mm. Good old Bill Pullman, Mister Guy. Shit, ton of cameos in that movie too. Pullman. I haven't seen it in a long time. And Aykroyd's in it as Ray Stance. Like, oh, that's you, fun. Really? Yeah. You don't remember that? No. no. Yeah. He tried, they, they get somebody to like get rid of the ghost and he runs out. That's funny. <laughs> so. Um, well, Brian's a real dick. Yeah. But he and he fucks up the Ninja Turtles, so that's even worse. I thought he was gonna die and become this was like the Casper origin story. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. She got she dumped him in the fish tank and left him in there to drown. <laughs> Is that what happens in that movie? DJ for you. DJ's done worse. (laughs) Give me your ears, Casper. I don't know. How did Casper die? I don't think that's ever been explored, right? I hope it was, but I hope it was like tuberculosis. Like real, real hard. (laughs) Like syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) So Casper died. Casper died of syphilis. He was up. getting it out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm kind of anxious now. We we need to hear like the the we need to get this story now. We to... How did Casper die? Yeah, right. can you can you, are you looking it up? Do I need so I say up? tuberculosis. Ryan says syphilis. Which one of which one of us was right? It's got to be one of those two. Pneumonia. 
Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Listen, uh, I, I feel like I came closest without going over. So <laughs> You did. You priced the right rules. Right. Really? Pneumonia? Yeah. Did they actually... Oh. Uh, According to the this is what it just says. Yeah, no, it no, says no, no. according to the film, Casper was a twelve-year-old boy living in Whipstaff Manor with his inventor father, J.T. McFadden, until he died mm. from pneumonia after playing out in the cold until it was past nightfall. Holy shit! Fucked up. That. Froze to death. Thanks for Damn. nothing, J.T. Yeah. I mean, his name is Casper <laughs> McFadden. That's yeah. also a Madden creative player. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> it's definitely a punter somewhere. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Brian says, well, if you don't, if you don't play the game, I'm going to put your purse in the fish tank. And then Kimmy Gibbler comes over and he goes, oh, God, not Kimmy Gobbler again. <laughs> that was funny. It's like she's been her his shitty babysitter for a bunch of times. And that's that's why DJ's getting in there now. Uh, She's like, oh, I got it. I got it. I'll just yell at him. Drop the purse or I'll kiss you. And he's like, oh, God, please. Drops Jimmy the purse. takes charge. Runs away. She gets things in motion. When he runs away, he gets his head stuck between the rails of the banister. Just like a young Ryan Murray getting his head <laughs> stuck places. He just pops it right through there. And everyone's like, what's why? Why would you have done that? He's like, I don't know. Her uh, kid response. And then they torture him with uh, Gibbler. She's like, uh, all right, well, you're stuck there now, so uh, smell my feet. <laughs> I like Kimmy. She's yeah, fun. very funny. I think I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I was going to wait until the end, but I'm going to bring it up now. Bring it up. I think Kimmy works in full house for me. And Steve mm. doesn't. Okay. Because Kimmy is friends with DJ. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every parent has some friend of their kids that they just don't love. Yep. Oh, 100%. It's like, 100%. It's like, I can't stop you from hanging out with this kid, but I would really right. prefer you did it. Yeah. Totally. Happened to me. Steve is just Already. an antagonist to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, similar to how like Michael Scott has to be good at his job in order for you to believe him as a character in the office. Yeah, like Kimmy being friends with DJ makes it believable that she would just be around all the time. Right. Yeah. Their backstory is roughly the same. Like Kimmy's parents hate her and they leave her around all the time. And, you know, she's just there and she's kind of a nuisance, not nearly a nuisance like Steve is. You know, she doesn't rip out the back half of your house every weekend. Sure. <laughs> but at the same time, like they are basically the same character. But Kimmy is funny and believable, whereas Steve is obnoxious and a sex pest. Yeah. And I think it's just that. I think DJ wants Kimmy around. Yeah, she does. Nobody else does. Right. And just and just to confirm, you're talking about Steve Urkel, right? Not Steve no, that we're going to yeah. see right. later. Oh, yeah. Steve, oh, yeah. Urkel. Okay. Steve Urkel. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah. I forgot Steve. No, definitely the not Steve the boyfriend. Right. Oh but no, you're right. Like, honestly, I think actually one of the most genuine relationships, like we talked about how Frank and Carol, Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers work so well together and how, you know, JT interacts with Dana. It's very natural. I think one of the only natural interactions that you get in this show is, I mean, obviously there's a couple others, but is, is DJ and, and Kimmy, yeah. like they mm-hmm. do act like they're just friends, you know, and they just let stuff go. So yeah. I think Danny actually responds pretty well to Kimmy too. Oh, real good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love their interactions. He sort of messes with her a little bit, but at the mm-hmm. same time, he just sort of like eye rolls and accepts. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And I like that. And I just, 
I, like I it's like... hard to pin down why Steve doesn't work for me. Um, and I think Steve is funny. It's mm-hmm. just I think he's he's there's an issue with him. He's too too much. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like there's got to be an episode where Danny and Kimmy have more like extended interactions, and he kind of like maybe I don't know begrudgingly yeah, get those two stuck in a wall together and see what happens. Right. Oh, <laughs> season five. Uh, we're not talking about family matters on this episode, but did you guys see when you were watching football the family matters insurance commercial TV no. dad? Yeah, TV Car- dad. Carlo Carl Winslow as TV dad. What? There's a couple of them. There's a couple no. different. Ep- different. It's very good. It's very funny. Different. Ads, yeah. It's great. It's present day. It's great. Uh, oh, great. okay. I'll watch it later. <laughs> They're very good. All right. So they butter this kid's head up. They're gonna squeeze him out with the butter. He's like, "This is gross. Can you just get me out of here?" Meanwhile, Danny is also trapped. Which again, they didn't play up enough no. on how he's trapped. Right. Like, I like the idea of there's one kid trapped and then Danny's trapped. But they don't really they don't really go into that. Uh the one guy is smoking. Michelle comes out and Danny starts to freak out a little bit because she's not in bed, but also they're smoking in front of a toddler. <laughs> not a great move. So she's like, well, I'm not tired because you're not tired, dad, because you're playing poker with these fucking weirdos. Get them out of my house. So Danny's like, well, I'm sleepy, right, guys? And like gets even the two weirdos to all pretend to go to sleep. The one guy holds his cigarette up, though. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, Joey, when they all raise their heads and she goes to bed, Joey's still asleep. Like, wake up. And he's like, oh, I, I dreamt I won a hand of this game. Oh, I actually won a hand of this game. Good yeah. joke. I like it. I like this, like, darker version of Joey. He's yeah. fun. Yeah, he's right. Fun. <laughs> Evil uh, Joey. Yeah. Dark Joey. Dark Joey. <laughs> Tonight on CBS. Yes. Dark Joey. Yeah. Get that man a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> he's part of the negative zone. Or Even his puppet has a goatee. <laughs> Mr. Woodchuck, no. (laughs) Negative zone TGIF night? That would be a fun episode where we just. Well, we got that with Evil DJ. Remember? (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. The uh, Boy Meets World. Which one are the veteran where she kills people and cuts No, that's our version. (laughs) I do like when Stefan won't let Steve back into the world. That's pretty right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, right. I think I'm going to be with Laura forever. Suck it but yeah. in the negative zone, right? Where, <laughs> right. like, where was Steve Bannon? Just to? suck it in the dark dimension. Throws like the Superman logo at him and sends him right. to the negative zone. Yeah. He's doing logic puzzles with Satan. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Dormammu's uh, there. Dormammu? <laughs> Steve and Dormammu. <laughs> Technically, it's the same universe. Yes, that's right. That's right. Steve I've come to, to annoy you until you let me back in. <laughs> no, fuck. please, Steve. He's just fucking up Dormammu's Go home. <laughs> Did I do that? Oops. <laughs> He's smashing galaxies together. Yeah. <laughs> Not while I'm grading. So stupid. <laughs> Steve. Steven Dormammu coming to ABC. <laughs> Look, Disney Plus will put literally oh. eight episodes of anything on yes. their service. So. Right. That's no so offense, weird. and I've, I've heard it's good, but who is clamoring for more Willow? Like, yeah. I mean, 
Uh, it's like they have like a they've wronged Warwick Davis and like we're, we're gonna <laughs> we're, like, hey, we're so sorry, man. We're so sorry. <laughs> Here you go. Like, hey, Here's a twelve what? episode arc. You want to be nineteen guys in Star Trek? Yeah, <laughs> in Star <right>. Wars. <laughs> go ahead. Harry Potter, same thing. Just collect that paycheck, buddy. <laughs> we're getting in there. Danny finally flips his shit, t- kicks the two guys out. Like, I can't take it anymore, guys. Mm-hmm. Smoke and all this stuff. You're disgusting. Get out. It just didn't work. You're right. You're right, Ryan. This could have been funny. This They didn't spend any time on it. Like, you yeah. didn't show them, like, get agitated by the stuff that they were doing. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot there. They just, yeah. This happens a lot. There's yes. a, there's things there in Full House that they just don't play in. We talked about that one time where like was it Joey and Jesse are golfing or teaching yeah. each other how to golf? That should have yeah. been half the episode, and that would have been probably pretty good. Yeah, and then it just, and just ends, and they're like, "Good right. job golfing today, Jesse." Right. Yeah, Michelle comes in. We take yeah. we linger on her for about five minutes. Yikes! Mm-hmm. As these guys are getting kicked out, Jesse gets confronted by becky she's like what the fuck was that phone call about thought you were okay with going to nebraska and she's like well i hate i hate elvis so why would we do that for christmas that's stupid he's like whoa whoa, whoa. your beef's with me not with the king which still it feels odd well you know what let's play poker heads up and we'll solve the problem who's gonna go where and then healthy way to solve an argument in relationship let's, let's play cards for it and then <laughs> while they're doing that jesse realizes like i don't want to take a grumpy person to graceland that's the happiest place on earth why would i do that that's funny i guess how about i go to christmas at nebraska and you go to graceland on new year's this also oh. seems like another sitcom problem that's not a problem but they make it a fucking big problem Jesse, where are you getting the money for this? Yeah, you're he's homeless, broke, right? Right. Like his band ain't shit. I assume he's just washing cars. What is Jesse doing for money right. at this point? Right. Is he doing the marketing thing yet? I don't think. I don't so. think oh, so. Him and them no, because jingles. him and Joey aren't doing anything then, right don't now. Don't they have a, they have like a radio show together too later? Yeah, and then they do like jingles. Remember and they would write jingles. Yeah. yeah, and he owns a bar, right? He eventually Does owns he? that bar. He owns a bar. I don't remember that. Does he own that bar. Rip Town. I don't know if that's what the bar is called, but that's what, no, that's what Brian Dable's called. bar. Yeah, that's Brian Dable. <laughs> no, Brian Dable's bar is called Bar. Bar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bar. That's where you met Tina. Crossover <laughs> joke with the Pod and Long podcast right there. Go listen. Uh, so everything gets worked out real easy. Danny comes over when DJ calls for help, and he brings like a fucking chainsaw in and cuts this kid's out head out. Like cutting the wood off. He's like, look out, kid. Close your eyes real tight. I'm using a chainsaw here right by your face. The deadhead parents come back and he's like, this might look weird. <laughs> I'd like that too. This might look a little awkward. You know, me in your house with a chainsaw and your son right next to it. Uh, the parents are like, oh, well, you stayed and saved his life. DJ's like, yeah, I, I don't think I'm ever going to babysit for you again. They're like, well, double your salary. It's like, all right, fine, cool. I get a phone. Dollars. I get a phone. Back then, yeah. back now, this is a lot of money. I had a little babysitting when I was a teenager. I feel like I made five dollars an hour. Yeah, probably like nothing. It's like a buck. Yeah. Mow my lawn for a dollar, kid. Okay. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. Right. I mean, that was minimum wage when I was that. When I first started working, I think minimum wage was five fifteen. Yeah. Were you uh, babysitting right. oven strength? You do that now. <laughs> Somehow I'm paying him for that. Uh, 
<laughs> it's not just to move ovens. Uh, all right, DJ gets her own phone line because she made enough money now per month by babysitting this shit kid. I'm sorry. I bought an arcade cabinet the other day. Told oven strength that he had to move it for me. He's like, no, 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 no. I have oven strength, not arcade cabinet strength. (laughs) And I was like, oh, good. I put an I put a microwave in it. (laughs) So I'm going to move the fucking thing. It's got a convection oven. (laughs) Jesus. I kind of like oven strength's uh, comeback there. Yeah, why is he? This is is too much. He's too sassy now. Right, right. You gotta knock him down a few pegs. Yeah, yeah, come on. You can't talk back. To Take me him like on that. a train ride. That'll bring him down. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary <laughs> to him. <laughs> oh boy. So DJ gets her own phone. And Danny says, Well, one day maybe a boy will call that is a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist. I won't have to fucking Turn I'll get rid of one of you. Firefighter. Yeah. I'll get rid of one of you. Uh Stephanie gets her call. She can use the line as well. They're gonna share it. And it's Walter calling. So she has a boy calling already. Mm-hmm. So she's just trying to be just like her sister. And episode. That leads so into the next full house. <laughs> a kid gets stuck in the railing. Enough stuck here? No, uh, no. More stuck than than step by step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least this was like a a real plot point, right? Right. So, um. Yeah. Not not as much as I thought. Also, it didn't feel like a lot. Greg, you brought it up earlier. Like, and I, and I can't get it out of my head now. Is uh, Jesse and Becky really don't seem good together? Yeah. <laughs> like always fighting, right? All the time. And we've seen so many. They had that fight in Hawaii that I remember like drove Greg crazy. Um, yeah. It's constant, constant mm-hmm. fighting at each other. I mean, and it's always about Elvis. Right. Why did you marry this man? <laughs> right. right. Like one. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Two. Obviously, you aren't able to overcome this. You're arguing about Elvis for like four and a half seasons. Right. <laughs> right. Even when you have the kids, it still comes up. Like, I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if my significant other just wanted to go see Ricky Martin's house every fucking Christmas, I probably wouldn't marry them. (laughs) 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 Like, again, we were there for Easter. (laughs) I can't spend all the Lord's days at Ricky Martin's house. Uh, I think he was just wasn't he just in something recently? He was like the voice of he something. Does, he does a serious radio stuff. I always hear him there. Oh, so. He's pretty he's good. Back. Ricky's yeah. back. He's pretty good. All right, moving on to the other Full House episode, the one where Jesse gets stuck in a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Forever? Yeah. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> he was actually wrote that song. There you go. Right. <laughs> Oh, this was this was post wedding. Yeah, I like that we would get like Jesse and like the people under the stairs combination movie, (laughs) just eating fish. John Stamos and (laughs) leather. Daddy's home. It's season four, episode twenty-one. Hole in the wall gag. DJ and Stephanie accidentally knock a hole in their father's bedroom wall. They desperately try to fix it before he returns home, but also Jesse's stuck in the wall. (laughs) They don't connect, Uh, which is weird. Forget it. There's no way you're going out of this house dressed like me. 
Did you ever think just maybe you're the one dressing like me? <laughs> Leave the shirt alone. No. Leave it alone! Oh. You're in big trouble, mister. Joey has Michelle do Popeye in the basement. Oh, oh my god, god. I almost I almost shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> It's just I really... almost shut it off. Like it was rough, horrible. This is a bad Michelle episode. Yes, it is indeed. It's like I minor spoiler alert. I kind of like this episode, but mm. they punctuated every good moment with a Michelle moment. Yeah, she's in ruined lot. it. Yeah, you could definitely They're... tell. This is where obviously she's getting older now and can actually mm. act and say lines. And man, were they milking that? Yeah, way too much. Um, the room he's in, Joey's room is just pure nightmare fuel. <laughs> All the oh puppets and weird shit on the walls. Like he's moving into the basement. That's the the plot does line. Jesse, here. or does Joey ever have a girlfriend in the show? Yes, he must. Yes. He oh, he does. Yeah, he definitely does. He's like a goofy, right? Like, is she, and they break up. Is she yeah. a redhead? No, I think she's blonde. I'm oh, pretty sure yeah, she's blonde, like curly blonde, if I remember yeah. correctly. Right. Redhead would make sense. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Jesse, Joey's moving in the basement. Jesse's moving to the attic. He's mm-hmm. redoing the attic to make it a real nice place for him and his wife. Get another house, right. guys. Okay, let's talk about that right now. <laughs> Becky is fine with this. She's an anchor of, you know, a, 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 what well, we are led to believe a moderately successful TV show. You know, that yeah. they, she has every single day and she's living in uh, somebody's attic now who's has yeah. no relation to her or her husband. Well, sort of her husband by marriage, by marriage makes yeah. no sense. How is she cool with that? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. But got to keep the family together. So he's Jesse's building out the attic and making like putting the electrical and lighting in and stuff. It's kind of a weird setup for <laughs> Like it's also very top heavy. Look, this is a huge attic. <laughs> it's huge, right? I hope the uh, foundation of this house is strong because yeah, there's a, right. used to be a Re- lot here. Reinforce this thing. Yeah. Wait till he gets his like motorcycles and guitars up there. Forget right. about it. Seriously, uh, I like this where Jesse's putting in the plumbing, and then Danny comes up, and he was in the shower, so he's got shampoo in his hair, and is like, "Really? Mm-hmm. Couldn't have asked if I was out." Which is a nice running gag that goes through this where Danny yeah, keeps right. getting interrupted. Um, we see DJ and Kimmy comparing lipstick and Stephanie's like, I have to move back in your room with you. So where was she? I don't remember this. Like, I thought she was in Michelle's room. I thought she was in Michelle's room too. Okay. So why is she moving back in with the, I guess, right, what does that to do with the plot? For plot. Right. right. So Michelle gets her own room? I guess. Keep your baby stuff on that other side of the room. Oh, that is it. what happens because because Michelle's room. No, where the fuck was Stephanie? Right, she was in DJ's room because they Wait. had the whole episode where they. That's what I was about down. to say. Yeah. yeah, but wasn't there also DJ moved into? Where the hell did DJ move that one time? She, she moved into like the garage uh, or something. What was that? Oh yeah, she she <laughs> left and tried to move in the garage. Right, but like, <laughs> but that also involved like moving around. Yeah. That was like, yeah, that was the first was episode like, I think or something. She was taking like, maybe it was before this. She was taking uh, a full house like. I need a fucking diagram yes, over the right. years. Right, like find out where everybody was. I'm here, you, I wish I was good at Photoshop. I wish. 
We need a full house timeline. Yeah. Where everybody fucking was. Because a while was it yeah. Je- or Jesse lived in like the alcove? <laughs> right. <laughs> in, like, yeah. the, in the, the living yes. room. Yeah. There's a bed in there. Right. Oh, fuck. I was always so jealous of that alcove when I was a little kid. Mm. Oh, I thought yeah. that'd be so much fun. Yeah. You want an alcove. Yeah. Yeah. You like a weird put, house when you're a kid. Put a nice curtain up. Why not? Gotta be careful there. Have that jerk uh, jerk off bird back yeah, there. Yeah, let's say he's Keep right here. He's watching me. He kept an eye on me when Carol was on. Oh, camera, but you know. well, I, who could blame him? Who could blame him? So Jesse's doing the plumbing. Danny Danny gets messed up with a shower. Um, it took Jesse four days to install a light switch and a light. <laughs> so he's yeah, really thorough. Uh, Joey's like, I I want to help, and Becky's like. Yes, you should help make this go faster. So help, but he's no help because Jesse won't let him do anything. Right. He says, Joey, just, he's just hand me the wrench. Right. It's just that Jesse won't let him do anything. Um, Stephanie's now redecorated her side of the room to look more adult yeah. by hanging up multiple Nelson and Nelson posters. <laughs> right. Nelson. <laughs> Once again, what a snapshot. There well, was no kids on the block. I did see that. That's yep, more need topical, need I guess. Those. Nelson and Nelson. Whoa. Yeah. Woof. She says my side of the room is jamming and I have a new outfit, which is exactly the same as DJ's and as Gibbler's, I think. And her hair is is DJ's hair now. Yep. Uh, so they're all matching. Danny comes in. I like this bit. Where he comes in, and he goes, "Oh, you're matching again, you girls," and he kisses him on the head. He just, yeah. he just longs for simpler days. <laughs> <laughs> now that he has almost two teenagers and and Michelle yep. and his weird friends living there, yeah. Uh, DJ decides she's got to change for wherever they're going. I forget the where mall. they're going. They're going to the mall. She's got to change and look cool, so she's gonna borrow her dad's shirt and tie. Yeah, what it, was this? Why? What is this style? I don't remember this. I don't remember her. Right. So she's going to borrow his wake up San Francisco clothes. This was anchor clothes. Yeah. And they they go through and they realize everything's labeled by date of when you should wear it. It looks that's funny. The Doug funny closet in Doug where he opens it up and it's just the same. That's what got me. Every single thing. They weren't exactly the same, but it was similar enough. There's like no darks. Everything was just like. Very light and and boring. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um. Is this the first time we've seen Danny's room? I think so. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember it. Ever seeing the inside of his room? He's got a nice room. And the fact that they when they walked in, they're like, "We're going into my dad's room," and then we go into the dad. Like the fact that they announced it made me think, like, is this yeah. the first time on the show we've ever seen this? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If not, it was rare. Um. They break his closet when they fight over the shirt because right. Stephanie also wants to wear on this. So they start fighting and everything falls down and then they do a tug of war with the pole that was holding up the clothes, which then pokes a hole in the wall. Yeah. And then Michelle says, you're dead. You're never going to learn and runs yeah. out. We get the zoom in on her run out looking yeah. all cute. We got to fix, find a way to fix that hole. Michelle, come and watch this thing. Make sure nothing else happens and make sure dad doesn't come up, which she then intently watches for a long time. And that's a bit. Um, Yeah, that's a bit. Joey does weird impressions while Jesse tries to fix the apartment. Is there nothing more annoying than this? 
<laughs> I would have fucking murdered him. I'm trying <laughs> to put this shit together for me and my wife. Shut up. Uh, they have like, what is that bed called? Murphy the, bed. The Murphy bed that folds down and he gets folded up. Jesse gets himself folded up into the wall by the Murphy bed, but he doesn't have the switch installed or mm-hmm. something to get out. So he's stuck in the half constructed wall. Which this is this is again close to the end where someone gets stuck, similar right. to the uh, yeah right by step episode. So he gets locked in there. And he says, "Get me out of here!" And he says, "If I see you laugh once," and then of course Joey laughs in his face. And then there's a long section here where he there's like a door and he keeps opening it, laughing in his face and closing it. Say, "I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to say it." Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then Joey's like, are you really stuck in there? He's like, yeah, I'm really stuck in here. And then he reaches in and messes up Jesse's hair. I kind of like that. Yeah, I thought it was a little funny. Let me me mess this up real quick. I always wanted to do this. Yeah, I've been there. Not with somebody's hair, but with somebody's car. I was like, if I had a reset button, I would definitely key your car. Just to see your reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Uh the girls try to cover up the wall damage by spackling, I think. I don't know what they're hey. doing. It doesn't look very good. They decide then to move the dresser and everything to the right by so many inches so they can cover it up. Smart. He says, uh, Danny comes in. Girls, I'm home. They say, oh, God, we're dead. Stop, Dad, from coming up here. And Michelle goes down and says, you can't go Ugh. upstairs. He's like, I know something's wrong. Dad's coming up here. Dad's coming up here. Dad's here. He's here. That whole bit, which I think she does several times. Um, I hated it. <laughs> I really hated it. I, God, she's annoying. She says, I did the best I could. And they say, don't worry. We're writing a song about you, Dad. Don't be alarmed. And he's like, a song about me? I feel like, like they legitimately wrote this on the spot right right so bad i also feel like the writer was writing this as they went and just had no idea how to end this episode so how they ended it was they perform a real shit song yeah you're my dad and you're my dad it's like that new doctor strange movie where the kids sing in that really cringy scene it's it's just as bad oh uh I do like this bit where he he goes to like hang his coat up and everything's moved to the yeah, right, so he funny. keeps missing yep. stuff yep. and like slipping and falling and like missing his keys. They throws them in the garbage, I think, instead mm-hmm. of the, on like the counter. Like I love that that section. Um, the sisters decide to make up. He knows something's up. Danny's like, I know something's up, but I'm so like, I so cherish that you wrote a song about me that I don't care what you did. And I don't even want to find out. So it all worked out. So the sisters feel great. They make up. And then Michelle comes in. Oh, God. Michelle comes in dressed up as the other two with makeup and, and her hair the same. And as I, I'm growing up, too, basically. I mean, there's a window right there. Yeah. Just open it. Throw her out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's only two floors. It's two stories. I mean, she'll right. probably be okay. I mean, the, the easiest way to make sure she never comes back up into your room is to make it so she can never go back up the stairs. Right. You ever see Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah. uh, she'll, be, she'll be queen right. one day. <laughs> I still hate it. 
I still hate it so much. Uh, a hell of a story, though. Am I right, guys? <sighs> Danny comes running in and says, all right, I figured it out. Who moved the baking soda in my underwear drawer, which was said earlier? It's yeah. not even funny now. It's not funny then or now. It's just weird. Uh, and then the episode ends. And the girls are like, we we did it. We fooled dad. What happened to Jesse? What happened yeah, to Jesse? Right. Jesse's just still in the wall. He never this got was, out. So this was um this was the episode where they played the long intro, right? The very long one where yeah, they're I in so, like yeah. the grocery store together? Yeah. Which I've never so, like, seen. Right. Because I you know, I don't probably don't need to explain this to you, but most sitcoms have two two yep. theme songs. There's a short one and a long one. That way the writers mm-hmm. and the editors have a little bit of leeway. Mm-hmm. They used the long theme song, which means yeah. they had another minute they could have used. They could have resolved the Jesse thing. Nope. And instead, they just didn't. They yeah, just maybe gave they up. Did and it was, I mean, who knows? You know, it's 30 years. Maybe they're, maybe accommodate the film. Who the fuck knows? But like, it, I feel God. like they probably should have resolved the issue here. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe. Fixed. That it ended with Danny not figuring out because he always gets like the one up. He always acts yeah. like, you know, Danny knows what's always going on and maybe he just chooses not to point it out, you know, and th- th- nope, just move right on. Didn't even didn't really even address like, that. I could totally have seen that scene, though, like as you're right. saying that, like him yeah, yeah, yeah. standing, he's like, it's him. He's moved the dresser over. He's right. standing at himself. And then Jesse's there and he's like, I can't believe what happened to me. And he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, what are you doing that for? He's like. Eh, it worked out, so I'm not gonna. Right. I'm not gonna worry about. There's it. your like last that. minute. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nope. They just mm-hmm. completely blow off Jesse being stuck in the wall. Right. Uh. Oh man. <laughs> that brings me to my favorite. I think other like modern shows is the Always Sunny in Philadelphia, stuck in the wall. <laughs> the cats in the wall. Cats yeah. in the wall episode. Right. That one is one of my favorites. Yeah. Are they? They have to get the cats, the one cat out by putting another cat in. Like, right. That, that whole thing. It was just the best part of that episode is where Charlie comes in and he's just, I think they have, they're trying to watch a movie or something. I think Dennis is trying to make him watch a movie. And Charlie's like, what do we got here? And just, he's so invested in the cat in the wall. Yeah. Just completely cat ignores the, the B plot. And it's like, what do we got here? Cat in the wall is more cat exciting. Cat in the wall. Oh, God. All right. Moving on to our final episode, Perfect Strangers. Climb every billboard. It's the one where they get stuck on the billboard. Mm-hmm. Season six, episode 20, Larry's boss, Wayne Wright, another boss. He's got a lot of bosses. He tells Larry that he finally likes an idea that Larry suggested on one of the many memos you've slipped under my door. We're moving on track. It's too steep ahead, too late to turn back. There's more fun in store with this, our next show. Perfect Strangers, that's us, is up next to go. When I tell a small lie, a small lie, a whopper. Where lies are concerned, it's a big one, tip-topper. Now go ahead, cousin, share the result of your lie. We get stuck on a billboard way up high in the sky. Uh. That's it. That's the description. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what started all. This is what brought the stuck episodes together here. Right. Perfect strangers. We get oh. Balky. I always put this last because I like to end on the high note. I can't end on full two full houses. We have to go up from here. I'll be working in the mail room all the live long day. I adored this. <laughs> Larry's yeah. trying to tell Balky something, and Balky's not listening. He's just singing. So Larry joins in. Right. Love it. 
love and it. we've seen them sing together before yes and it's helpful because both of them can sing yes yes uh and larry does this like long note which is just hysterical it's so good oh, and he's so good. good at it it's just he's great he right. carries that note for a long time it's like he realizes balky's doing something stupid but there's also an opportunity for him to show off a little bit. So he like it's it's so in tune with that character. Yes. He just has to do it. It's the shine. Right. He has to, to go for it. He can't help himself. I like what he's trying to interrupt the song with. Yeah. He's like, what's up? What do you want to tell me? He's like, I had lunch with the mayor. Really? You had lunch with the mayor? Well, the mayor was there when I got out at lunch. So then I cornered him and then he said, don't bother me while I'm eating. I said, okay, sir. <laughs> you really had a connection. <laughs> oh, I love Larry, so and much. then Balky, oh. he's like, "Well, what's up with you, Balky?" And he's like, "Oh, not much. You know, doing this work. You know, got to get laundry done. I uh, got a job offer." And he's like, well, "That's all." And he's like, wait, "Wait, wait, stop, stop, stop! You got a job offer for what? What's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, well, our building manager wants me to be, to be the head of the mailroom in our building." And he's like. You got to take that. That's way better than a newspaper. You got to do it. And then Balky's like ignoring this and talking about how, well, you know, I guess I have to decide that. But also, like, I feed the pigeons in the park and I have to da 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 da. And he's like, I think the one pigeon has a girlfriend now. So yeah. I have to figure out how I have to get more food. And Larry keeps asking him questions like, well, you wouldn't have to travel, right? No, no, I guess not. But the pigeons, uh, well, how much money are you going to get? Oh, well, double the salary. But, you know, really, the pigeons. <laughs> and Larry's like, stop, you need you need to take this job. And then he's like, I taught you well when he says double the salary. <laughs> Larry's the negotiator. Uh, and he says, you didn't teach me Bo Diddley. <laughs> <laughs> me Posians don't rush into decisions. You have to climb mountains. When you get to the top, you wait for the god of decisions. Destinique. Is that what it was? Destiniki. Destiniki. Yes, that's Destiniki. right. Uh, and we get another alliteration thing. You don't dare double doubt him, dude. Oh, I love when they do that. I know. So good. Um, and then Larry tries to like understand what's going on and explains it his way. It's like, you're, you're God of... What if you had your God of foot fungus... And Balky's like, well, first you'd soak in a tub of Ovaltine. He's like, a sub a, a tub of Ovaltine? What are you talking about? Well, that that opens up my pores. Okay. So he's gonna soak himself in a tub of Ovaltine. He's gonna climb a mountain and make a decision when he meets Destiniki the god. <laughs> the god of Meposian decisions. Um and then Wainwright, the boss, comes out and says, I like one of your I like one of your ideas, Appleton. The idea of someone living on a billboard. He's like, Great, who you have in mind for the job? You. So Larry has to either go up himself or find someone to take his place to do this billboard stunt. And the stunt is you have to live on a billboard until the bill the bulls break their losing streak the chicago bulls of the 1990s with michael jordan scotty piven yeah losing streak they, just, were they ever losing i just pulled it up and this, this so this episode came out in 91 okay they went 
61 and 21, and they were first in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it was 91, that's their first championship season. Yeah, they won their, yeah, they, they, yeah, they beat the Lakers. Yep. Yeah. So they were really fucking good. So I guess in 90, they were still pretty good. Must have been. They were, I don't know. But I don't remember them having a lot of losing streaks ever. But anyway, they were 55 and 27 the year before. Yeah. They were always 47 good. 47 and 35 the year before. Yeah. 50 no and 32. They lost 10 games in a row yeah. or whatever they were saying. Right. But, Anyway, it's a funny idea. Um, Wait, is it win or lose? They have to break the losing streak. So they've already lost. That's the thing that's weird about it. Right. They've already lost, like, I would assume more than five games, maybe 10 games in a row. Like, if this was the Cubs, I'd be like, yeah, there you go. (laughs) I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So Larry has to do this or find someone to take his place by 1 p.m. or he's getting fired now. Yes, I love this. Uh, and then he's like, I guess I have the perfect man for the job because it's a heights thing. So he goes home and tries to convince Balky to well, go up on top of the billboard. So when he was when he said that, they had this great thing where they zoomed in on him and he looked confused for like a couple of seconds. And then it was like a, a, a light bulb went off. He was like, oh, like well, I, I know just the guy. I know the guy. I have the perfect Parkland man Baker. for the job. So funny. We see Balky. He's about to climb a mountain. We don't know where it is, how far away it is, but he's going to do it. And he's got all this hiking equipment on so he can fall around the apartment, smash into stuff. He's got too much stuff on with the backpack and the pots and the pans and all this stuff. Um, Where are you going? I found a mountain. It's a 12-hour bus ride. Uh, and then Larry decides... I've got a great idea. Oh, wait. No, I don't. Uh, I was going to say go up on this billboard, but that's like a really bad idea. And like, it would be high. You wouldn't have to travel. Like you could, you could do it real fast. It's in town. And he's like, but it's a bad, it's a terrible idea. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. And Valk is like, that's a great idea. What do you mean? That's perfect. He just plays him like a fiddle. Uh, don't you see how much this makes sense? I want to do this. He starts convincing Larry to do it. Um, great. All right. All right. Let's get up there before tip off. I mean, before uh, takeoff. I mean, before what did I say? Tip off <laughs> like that <laughs> before the Bulls game starts. Uh, the bull, the billboard is Holland deodorant mm. with a giant windmill right. and a thing that sprays deodorant on you. <laughs> As we're going to find out. Uh, We find out Larry hates heights. And then he walks right by the little little slogan. It says, keeps you as fresh as a tulip. Balky gets up to the top and he's excited. He's like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And every time he says that, he keeps bumping into Larry and making him get close to the edge. And he's like, (laughs) freaking out while Balky keeps saying he loves it. Uh there's this weird part where Balky does like a pigeon call to try to get his pigeon friends up there. But then he pulls out, does he pull out a Hulk Hogan Hasbro figure? Yeah, I think it was. He's definitely a pro here? wrestler. Yeah. Here's a wrestling action figure. I think it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And he starts like cutting a wrestling promo. He's doing wrestling stuff to Larry, scaring him. Uh, they hop around to the other side and look down and realize there's TV cameras down there. Why are there TV cameras down there? I don't know. They're far away. Who knows? They're probably interested in your new job. 
<laughs> I like that. I like line. that line. Yep. Uh, Balky thinks, uh, all right, well, I'm going to be up here and then uh, we'll see what happens with the god. You know, you never know when the god's going to strike. Of course, it strikes immediately. <laughs> he gets the inspiration. You see him doing, as Larry's like talking about how nervous he is, you see him doing like weird poses in the background, <laughs> like he's being like summoned by the gods. <laughs> Very funny. And he's like, "All right, well, we can pack up. I've I've uh, come to a decision." And Larry's like, "Wait a minute, what? You already came up with? You already know what?" And he's like, "No, no, no, I'm ready to go." And Larry's like, "I'm desperate now. What do I do?" So he kicks the ladder off of the billboard that they're out there with. <laughs> so then he he permanently makes sure that they're stuck up Just there. Just full of spite. I love it. Just. <laughs> It's so funny. When I first saw that ladder, I was like, obviously I knew because of the premise of this TGIF podcast episode, they were going to get stuck up there. But in my mind, he would have like climbed up and accidentally kicked it off. I just love that he did it yes. maliciously. So good. And then Balky, I like how Balky also sees right through this and realizes, yeah, right, right. oh, I'm being scammed by you again. He says, my hearts want to believe that was an accident. But my eyes <laughs> say otherwise. <laughs> Larry, I, all the fake gods Larry comes up with when he's trying oh, yeah. to <laughs> trying to scam Balky. He's got all these fake names for gods. They're hilarious. He mentioned several other ones here. Uh, and then he, <laughs> Balky says, please just tell me the truth. I want the truth. And he's like, all right. All right, here's the truth. There's a crazy assassin that wants to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, I tricked you to come up here. And then Valky says, you're a lie. That's that's a lie, too. And he's like, no, that's actually the truth. I do lie sometimes. And Valky <laughs> looks at him and he's like, all right, I do lie uh, a few, you know, sometimes. He's like, looks at him again. He's like, all right, I lie all the time. Yeah, right. Uh... I'll try to never do it again. He's like, all right, well, I'll try to not do it the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so funny to me. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll uh, never lie again. I'll try not to lie again. Yeah. I'll try I'll not try to lie not. the rest of the day. Right. Uh, even, I mean, that's just. Yeah. It's so funny. I like, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a later, relatively late season episode. Like, it's nice. I, I've said it before. I really like watching them learn. Yeah, How shitty Larry is. Yes, it's so on brand. Like yeah. I love that he's aware of his own faults too, and just either has no ability to stop himself or at this point doesn't care. Right. They hug it out, but then they get close to the edge again and freak out. And then Balky and Larry realize, okay, well the the Bulls could win, and then we'll just be home free. You didn't bring a TV or a radio, did you? Well, of course I did. I brought a radio with me. Like, of course, can listen to the games. We hear the Bulls have a huge lead. It's 28 points. How could they lose? And then we get a thing that says two days later. Yeah. And they're still on the billboard. And Larry says, I can't believe they blew a 28-point lead. And Bucky <laughs> says, if you mention that again, I will kick you off this billboard. <laughs> and Larry's like, all right, I won't mention again that they had a 28-point lead and they blew it. Uh, I like how they have like a whole routine now. They've been stuck up there yes. for so long that they like 
this is what we're going to have for breakfast and this is what we're eating. And then we always go over here and get the deodorant spray at this hour. I like too that the windmill uh, on the billboard is like like when at first they first get up there, they have a really hard time navigating around it. Yes. And then Balky just like ducks underneath it and moves back like it's nothing. (laughs) That's so funny. So used to it. Really underrated how they probably made it seem like this is all the second nature now. Adding all these little things. Uh, Larry says, are we having yak links again? And <laughs> he's like, yes, yak links are nature's perfect food. <laughs> <laughs> and Larry says, well, all we need to do is have the Bulls win, and then we can be home in time for supper. Any team with Michael Jordan is bound to win sometime. And then the radio says, Michael Jordan out tonight. He's in bed with the flu, which I thought was funny because of the yeah. flu game yeah. like seven yeah, years right. later. That motherfucker's playing. Yeah. <laughs> He's going I after mean, people. If this and was I a regular season personally. game against the Kings, he probably wouldn't. But, Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, if this, if they don't win this game, there's a five day layoff after this, so they'd be stuck up there another five days if they don't win. Uh, and then the Bulls announcers say, you know, we feel we feel better about this. Except for these two jerks on the billboard are cursing the bulls, so now they're they're a curse to the bulls because they're the assholes on the billboard. Uh, they decide that they have a plan. They're gonna climb down, and they end up getting stuck on the windmill and spinning around. Of course, they get stuck that, to the that windmill. Was impressive that whole yep. <laughs> that whole stunt. Yeah. Uh, Valky says, "What if we fall with all this climbing?" And Larry says, "Well." If we fall, we'll be in a nice, warm, comfortable hospital bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's pro being crushed by the fl- by the ground if he can be in a nice, warm bed. Uh, they get stuck on the windmill and they're never going to get off. But then we go right back to the paper with the like the quick wrap up. Love it, love it. I was I was hoping that that's how this was going to end with like not even showing how they got off. <laughs> yep, it doesn't. They're back in the paper, reading the article about what happened. Larry says, I look like a bat. Uh, Too bad we didn't completely finish listening to the game because the Bulls won the game. (laughs) But we didn't know because Larry smashed the radio before they got stuck. (laughs) He was so sick of being up there. Uh, The boss is excited. Wainwright comes in. He's like, great job on the story. Uh, Appleton, you did great. And Larry feels bad about the whole thing. So he's like, it's actually Balky who did, did all the hard work. And he's like, great. All right, Balky, here's two courtside seats to the Bulls for the rest of the season. Damn. Bulls, the Bulls. Yeah, that's a lot. Seats in the yeah, 90s seriously. back then. Damn. So Balky's like, great. Who am I going to bring with me? Obviously not you, you fucking dick. And Larry's like, oh, God, I went through all this for nothing. And Balky's like, no, of course you can come with me. Come on. Yeah. I like the idea of Balky becoming the Bulls version of Spike Lee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> or that Fireman Jets yeah. fan. Fireman Jet like, guy. What does Balky think about the Bulls' <laughs> recent acquisition of Derrick Rose? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It was something weird, too, but like I like where he, he gave him the tickets and then opened his arms for a hug. Yes. Remember that? And then in Balky, like almost 
out of character, like no accent or anything. Just like, hey, thank you very much for these. Like, I thought that was very. I had to rewind it. Yes. I, like, I like that. That's funny. He breaks accent. He does completely more than once accent. in this. I think. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. The most stuck. So I think that this yes. this was oh the, yeah easily the most stuck yeah. the top most stuck episode top, top number stuck. one stuck top stuck yeah top stuck episode. But who's in the top four? Where do we rank these shows this month? <sighs> oh, might... I, I mean we're in agreement number four. Uh, What's your number four? My number four first. is the one where the kid gets his head stuck between the banister rails. That's my number four. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm with you. Didn't care for even the poker game. Like I said, it was just it was just missed opportunities. That could have been nominally mm. amusing. They didn't spend any time to like show Danny's reaction. So like that in itself wasn't funny. Um I got a chuckle out of like Kimmy coming in with a phone, but just not enough out of out of mm. these. I, that's four. Yeah, I think I'm yeah. with you. Although yeah, it's kind right. of a toss-up. Mm. I thought I thought. I thought this episode was probably a better episode of television, like through and through Mm -hmm. like both. It had two clear plots that were resolved and addressed. And like it had a beginning, a middle and an end, which for full house is pretty strong, Um, (laughs) but not, but it was very, very light on jokes. Yeah. Um, But as I described to you on our other podcast, I found this episode to be pretty breezy. Yeah, like it didn't bad. really get bogged down, and I wasn't uh, uh, as atypical with Full House. I wasn't like looking at my watch the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like I watched it and it was over. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. I guess I just move on to something else now. Right, yeah. which was a yeah. breath of fresh air as far as Full House goes. Sure, I think you're right. Ryan? I agree. Uh, oh. yeah, I guess that one. That's real close though between the two. I guess. Because that other one ends with just nothing, and that that kind of bothers uh, me. Yeah, again, I think that other one's a worse episode of television. Yeah, both plots get resolved by just simply ending. Right. Yeah. Right. We literally don't see the end of the Jesse plot. Yeah. And Bob Saget was like, "I'm going to choose not to give a shit." Right. Right. Yeah. So after after a song. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, so that's my number three then. I that's guess. my number three, number three too. But yeah, I right. did think there were some <laughs> right. funny jokes. Yeah, there were. Like, better. I thought this one actually had jokes. You know, Danny continuously walking in, having come out of the shower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that was funny. Uh, I liked Jesse more in this episode. I liked the pr- simple premise of him getting him getting stuck in the wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I like Danny's, him drop. I like Danny dropping his keys. Danny I thought dropping that was funny. his shit. Yeah. Danny's yeah. closet was funny. That's yeah. true. That's true. There was some funny stuff in here, and again, they didn't play up enough of it in either episode, but yeah, two full houses in a row. We sweep that. All right. Yeah. Moving on to number two. Mine's step by two? step. Okay. I think Frank and Carol was S tier. Mm-hmm. I think mm. the rest of the episode was pedestrian is the best way to put yeah. it. Mm. Agreed. It 100%. Every parents yeah. aren't it in town episode ever made ever. I yeah. say this a lot about the first season of Step by Step, where you can tell there's a lot of meat on this bone with the kids. Like I wanted to see if I if I had just not seen any Step by Step other than the 16, 17 episodes that came out before this, I would I can understand why you want to stick down and stick around and see more of Dana, see more of JT. There's nothing that makes me not think that in this episode. Um, 
it just was like Greg said, it was very cliched. We've seen this yeah. all before. Yeah. Frankie Carroll, amazing. Uh, I mean, Patrick Duffy. Uh, when I say Belky-esque, I really do mean that as a, as a huge compliment because it's hard to do physical comedy, and he did it. For somebody who's not known for that, he did it so well. Mm-hmm. I would say I think the Frank and Carol, that's my number two as well, Frank, uh, step by step. Um, I think the Frank and Carol part is funny, is the funniest thing. I don't know if it's just because we love them or or what, but I think that's like the funniest bit of the whole four episodes, but it's not the strongest episode, so it's number two for me. Yeah. Still gonna still gonna throw, you know, put one up for Karen. Karen. Just saying every step step I've seen out of the last like four step by steps we've done. She's doing she it. Hasn't missed. Yeah, super funny. Yeah. Okay, so that means number one is the I reason mean, we did the yeah, we did the episode. Strange. The stuck episode was done because of perfect strangers stuck yep. on a billboard. It's perfect television. It's I, good. I feel like we're we the only reason we would never put perfect strangers number one is if we didn't watch a perfect strangers episode. <laughs> <laughs> We have to give like we have to leave them off from time to time just to give everyone else a shot. Right. You know what? Larry's wedding was a bad episode. That was a terrible episode. Yeah, that was. A bad we episode. didn't do that one, and there was one other where I think a few of us put it at two. Right. I think I threw. Head. I think I I slipped the dinosaurs in over it at one yeah. point. So. Yeah. The uh, the Larry's wedding is the lowest yeah. rated Perfect Strangers ever. I it's terrible. Think that that opening scene with them singing. I had great. to rewatch. I, I think I watched that like three or four times. Like yeah, I just it's great. loved it. It was so fun. Yes. Very good. All right. So that's it. We sweep that. Yeah. Just Easy. a solid top four. It Easy. Yeah. Wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Which means that we have to figure out what on the show is happening right. next time. I hear Mark, Mark has a banger of an idea. I we mentioned it in brief passing, and I'm like, ah, that's a cool idea, but I don't know if there's enough about that. I've searched through TGF, not just like the staples, not just through the step by step and the you know family matters. I stepped through some of the other dredges and found episodes. We need to do a karate episode. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I vote for that. I have found right. there's a family matters one. Yes. Just the premise alone, where Richie and Steve take karate lessons to fight drug dealers. Yes. <gasps> Yeah, there's We've a got... Mark learns karate. Mark learns karate. By step. Yep. Also going to be good with That's Cody because Cody's a kickboxer, I guess, in real life. I yes. kind of want to see it. Like, great. I want, I want to see great. him do that. So yeah, I'm into it. There's yeah, two. And there is a there's a one where DJ becomes like goes for a karate lesson or something. Like that. There's plenty. There's plenty, there's plenty of, plenty of karate, There's plenty others as well. With DJ, you got to watch out. It could be the beginning yeah. of Con Air. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Murders everybody in the class. Yeah, right. <laughs> Paints her own belt red. <laughs> oh my god! I don't need Looks makeup like I anymore. I can use the blood of her. Her hands as deadly weapons. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Dermot. She she strangles somebody with the with the extra phone line. Right. <laughs> <laughs> shh. Shh. Go to sleep, Kimmy. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I love our version of DJ. <laughs> the funny thing is, we were watching somebody, you know, during Christmas. We we were watching like Hallmark Christmas shows, and I saw her, and all I could think of was like our version. <laughs> and just wow, it's it doesn't get old. Uh, all right, we'll do karate. 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 All right, I love all right. It. I'm excited. Love it. 
I love that Mark step-by-step episode. It's yes. so good. Yeah. All right. We've got that wrapped up. It's time for plugs. Hey. Hey, we got we another got show. show. We yeah. got another show. If you if you like this, you like these shenanigans, you can join us on the Sad Boy Boat on Pod and Long, where you, <laughs> we talk about the four saddest people in the NFL every week, as well as put people into the Idiot Hall of Fame, the football foo bar. Right. We got what? 19 people in there now. 19 or? inductions. Yeah. Yeah. Still going. We'll we'll keep it running. Still you going. Know? Still yeah. going. More fun to come. Playoffs. There's are going no on, shortage so. of idiot NFL people slash related experiences yes. and incidents. So. In history and in, in current yes. days. Yeah. <laughs> we had our first ever in-season induction of football food bar, too. True. I thought that True. was a couple weeks back, Nathaniel yep. Hackett. We did. We Soon did. To be so. Jets offensive coordinator right oh, here. Oh man, that's <laughs> rough stuff. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Go check that show out. It comes out every week. We're doing the playoffs, so you you can jump right in. Follow us, uh, Pod and Long on Twitter, wherever you get your uh, podcasts. Yeah. So, uh, anything else? Any other plugs? No. That no. That's it. it we're good. Great. All right. Next time we're doing karate. I'm <sighs> so excited. Yeah. Like Frank. Getting oh, ready for sex. Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready for sex with the. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a karate episode? <laughs> Were yeah. there any girls in the Karate Kid? There well, was a whole Carol Karate Kid. The next the Karate girl, right? Kid, right? Oh, with uh, what's uh, her face? Swank, Hillary Swank. Right. You know right. what uh, movie I loved as a kid? Sidekicks. Oh, my brother loved that movie with Chuck Norris and kid and from the, Sea Lab or not Sea Lab? No, Sea uh, Quest. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 I love that movie as a kid. I don't remember mm-hmm. very much about it, but I remember loving it. My brother probably watched that more than any any movie. I used to watch Ghostbusters a lot, Sidekicks. He would watch Sidekicks yeah. all the time. Yeah. I mean, it was the era of when we were kids, karate was a big fucking thing. It Ninja fucking was. Turtles, it was huge. Yeah. Uh, everything was karate. And there I think was that's... like there was like a whole Japanese movement in movies, you know, like um yeah. Like Black Rain, and you know, like I, I know Die Hard isn't a great example, but just like that, like Japanese businessman aesthetic. Yeah, in Japan was everywhere. Sushi, right. karate, mm-hmm. you know, in like the eighties and nineties. Yeah, it was a big thing. So and it was such a, like a staple of you know, like the whole Karate Kid. I think was a big reason why a lot of kids wanted yeah. to learn it. Um, and it's how that's I will talk about it next week, I'm sure, or the next episode, but I that's how I did it. But mm-hmm. you know, that came out in the, in the you know mid 80s, and then the Karate Kid movies, they had a second one, third one. That's right in this wheelhouse. That's right yeah. when these shows came out. So it makes sense that they'd all cash, you know, cash in on that craze. Yeah, they had to do an episode on karate. Right. So. Right. All right. Well, we've got quite a little list going already. So we'll yes. do a little more research and see what else we can put in there. But that's a pretty good list. I like that. Yeah, it is. So Join us next time for Karate, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you around the bend. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.